Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Melcast 3.0. Thanks for coming to our show. Here's some things we want you to know. Meltology is a monthly comics jam at Meltdown every third Tuesday of the month. Here's how it works. Show up at Meltdown at 7 p.m. and draw a page of whatever you want. At 9.30 p.m., we'll collect all the art, and there's a $3 printing cost. When you come to the next month's comic jam, you'll get a complete zine with everyone's contributions inside. There is no set theme and all skill levels are welcome. The upcoming Comics Jam dates are October 20th, November 17th, and December 15th. Last but not least, Meltology contributors get 10% off their Meltdown purchase on the night of the event. Go to at Melt underscore Thology on Twitter or Facebook if you have any specific questions. Ask for Chuck. Comic-Con in a box, Loot Crate. This is a monthly subscription service where, because of their iconic partners, each box is packed with exclusive items. There are different plans to suit your needs, and when you enter the promotional code MELTDOWN, you get $3 off your crate. Check it out at LootCrate.com. Melt You, the school at Meltdown where they teach you the skills to make comic books. Some of the current classes include Creating Comics, drawing comics for kids, and the art of inking. Coming soon, there will be classes for short film writing, drawing basics, and kids make zines. Go to MeltComics.com and enroll now. Do you like to binge read your comics? Are you having trouble tracking down all the back issues of your favorite comics? The answer is Comics Fix. Comics Fix is a monthly digital subscription service where you pay a monthly fee and read as much as your heart desires. Go to comicfix.com and check it out. The first month is free. Other Meltdown programming. We have podcasts such as History of the Batman, weekly topic-based discussions about all things Batman, The Disney Click, where everything in the Magic Kingdom is discussed, and two new podcasts coming soon, Pod Sequentialism, and On Some Hip-Hop Explicative, that starts with I'm not going to explain it. Video podcasts such as Digital Lizards of Doom. That's Digital Lizards of Doom. Meltdown's very own YouTube show where Gabe, Dan, and uh, Gabe and Dan explore all aspects of pop culture. Come to the Super U book event with Emily V. Gordon and Friends, October 6th, 2015, 
at 8 p.m. Emily V. Gordon, the producer of The Meltdown Show and co-host of the Indoor Kids podcast, has written a book, and it's time to celebrate it. Have you ever wondered what the best version of yourself would be? Have you wondered whose permission you'd need to be to be the best version of yourself? Well, wonder no more. Super You is a funny, relatable self-improvement guide to help you release your inner superhero. You'll see stand-up. You'll hear comedians talk about the long road to becoming the best version of themselves. You'll make anonymous confessions. Afterward, you can buy the book, have it signed by Emily, and take home a free poster of an illustration from Super You, Release Your Inner Superhero. This event is free! A little bit about the book. What makes superheroes super is not their powers. It's their determination to not be defined by helplessness. That's why, in order to help everyday people reach their full heroic potential, Emily V. Gordon has written Super You, Release Your Inner Superhero. Super You will teach readers to embrace their origins as well as their flaws and mistakes and strive every day to stand up for what they believe in for the benefit of themselves and others. Super You is a fun, friendly, and unabashedly geeky guide to becoming the superhero of your own extraordinary life. Gordon examines comic book tropes to find lessons that anyone can apply toward overcoming tragic events and adversity in their own lives. With activities in every chapter to help identify each reader's superpowers, special tools, and personal kryptonite, as well as their weapons against it. Super You is the perfect sidekick for every growing hero, empowering everyday people to transform into the most kick-ass versions of themselves. Hey, want to support a awesome Kickstarter? The Gate is a new TV series, Think Daredevil Meets The Raid, starring Amy Johnson and Yayan Ruhian, and they're creating a short pilot first. They need your help, so go to Kickstarter, look for The Gate. It is being put up by Kelly Madison, who is also the director. They have 77 backers. Uh, Right now, they currently stand at $27,552, pledged of... 47,500 and as of right now 14 days to go so go ahead give it a glimpse and uh support it that's that that's it (laughs) hey guys this is meltcast 3.0 you are not garbage because you are listening to this fantastic episode but we are Uh, initiated you are all initiated uh Except for Derek, Derek. who is not here, he is back in fucking Iowa. <laughs> Nothing comes from Iowa except Derek and Slipknot. And so you know, nothing good. There you go. Hey, hey, I don't hey. know, dude. Wait, 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 it's Maristotle. <laughs> it's Maristotle. He's been drinking a bit. Um, and we, he's surprisingly not drunk, Maristotle. Yes. Su- uh, uh, You're garbage. <laughs> we are, uh, and you might be wondering what we're drinking, we are having the fantastic Tom Neely and Keenan Marshall Keller uh, of The Humans in, and we will be interviewing them. They are fantastic people. So we didn't get a chance to... Yeah, so we didn't really get a chance to do uh, books this week because we really just wanted to hang out with these rad dudes. Because they're the fucking coolest. They're pretty legitimately cool. are. Yeah. I just want to be their best friends. Uh, <laughs> so real quick. So real quick, uh, we're going to tell you our picks. Yeah. Uh, we won't be going into depth, but we will be telling you what we picked. Uh, we all picked 
Godzilla in hell. Godzilla in hell. hell. Because it's fucking epic. Despite what we say later on in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> we still picked it. Because God, Godzilla in hell. It's Godzilla. It, yeah. yeah. In hell. In hell. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I picked Zodiac Star Force number two. I picked Hell Hydra number three. I picked Cena Grace's self-obsessed, which I yeah. Shout out to nice. Cena Grace. I really uh, want to go in depth about this, but I can't. who is Aww. one of our buddies here? Yeah. He's a rad dude. He came out with self-obsessed. I think yeah, last year. Yes, the uh, one shot. Mm. And now it's a full-on graphic novel. And that's a full-on. So come pick it up here yeah. at Meltdown Comics or your local comic. Just pick it up yeah, anywhere, really. Buy it online if you have. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't don't, don't pick it up from Amazon. Actually, don't buy it. Just just well, buy it. Buy I didn't say, it. I didn't say Amazon, but I'm don't just buy it online. Just buy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buy it. Support him and Order buy it from it. a Support comic dudes. book store that sells online. There you yeah. go. If that I guess. Yeah. But just or go just, go drive. Just go to Stop, your don't local be lazy. Comic go to a Barnes and Noble. Don't go to Barnes and Noble. Fuck that. Go to your local comic book store. Everyone has to have one within like a twenty mile radius. They make. I'm sure there's an app for it. If not, someone needs to get on it. I think it's a Barnes and Noble. Comic book book something dot com. If you can, if you're near a Barnes and Noble, you're probably near a comic book shop. I think um, Free Comic Book Day has like a way to find local comic book stores in your area. Anyway, just go buy it. Yeah. Just Google comic book store. <laughs> yeah, Google, there you go. Just Yelp comic Yelp book that shit. store. Yeah. <laughs> don't read any of the reviews, but you, still come in. If just you don't go. have a Yelp, then what the hell is wrong with you? How do you find oh, out you about all the making, local vegan places? They're making a Yelp for people. <laughs> Dewey's, what? what the they're, fuck? They're, they're doing like a Yelp thing for people where it's like you can rate people. That sounds that horrible. Sounds awful, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I'm going to. Yeah, yeah. That is going to be all my ratings for everything. Most people. One star. Aristotle. Just. God, I'm going to make a lot of like fake profiles and I just I can see a lot There was of one there. for like dating. Did you remember that one? Tinder? No, there was like an <laughs> app to like rate your like your hookups with people. Isn't th- wasn't that a a, okay, a female it? driven one? Yes. That like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the women rate the men. Yes. I, I definitely mean... went on it. I'm not lie. <laughs> it was pretty funny. I definitely left it. That was that was stuff for last week's episode. Damn it! You're yeah, right. No, this week's no, yeah. this episode things. is just about fucking about no. monkeys and apes and fucking and, and smoking and, weed and, and smoking weed and, and drinking and Henry and Glenn and Henry and, Glenn. Glenn. and burning fucking bridges. So without Be further ado, movies. here is our interview with the humans with the humans. Which fuck yes. Enjoy. Welcome to Meltcast. <laughs> this is uh, us. This is the interview part. I still haven't made an interview jingle, so I'm sorry about that. Fucking up, Aristotle. Today we have with us Tom Neely and Keenan Marshall Keller. Hello. What's up? Writer, uh, writers, and artist of the humans. Bunch of other work too <laughs> that we'll get into. Yes, definitely. Henry and Glenn Forever. Drippy Bone Comics. Uh, the Blob, or The Blot, I'm sorry, not The Blob. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know The Blot. Yeah. The Wolf, you also worked on Popeye for a while. Mm-hmm. You I definitely f- have a Popeye <laughs> tattoo too, which yes. is rad. I am yes. Popeye. You- <laughs> <laughs> Eating your spinach and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good, it's good. Were this, co- were this cozies in the gift basket? They yeah. were totally yeah. in the gift basket. <laughs> yeah, they're super cute. I was so cute. stoked yeah, that you guys like, are oh, using it. Awesome. I kind of... Oh, yours is Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I should have gotten both Frankenstein. That's okay. You guys can't see it, we but Jeanette made them uh, gift baskets with cookies and... 
cozy. Little cozy. We got Halloween gift buckets. Yes. I really want you guys to pull out those glow stick balloon things because those <laughs> things are fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them. <laughs> One's like um. Are we going to have a rave? A skull. A skull, skull and one's like a bat. Oh, yeah, it's okay. definitely very rapey. I was going to get the bracelets and then I saw those and I was like, oh, those are way more bad. <laughs> but, uh, thanks. Yeah. So issue eight comes out of the humans next week. Yes. Which I'm very excited. October 7th. Yeah. You left us on kind of a cliffhanger there with number seven. Yeah, definitely. We, uh, Killed off our, one of our main characters. Yeah, yeah. I or wanted two. to cry. I wanted to cry so bad. I was like, "No, Bobby, why?" Yeah, I don't think anybody really expected that to happen so quick. Yeah, but, uh, no, definitely yeah. not. It worked we out good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping that Johnny would get his shit together before <laughs> before Bobby died or some shit. But I'm excited to see what you guys have in store for us for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited about issue eight. Uh, some of the stuff that Tom drew for this next issue is really, really killer. There's a great chase sequence in it, so I'm love- really excited to see people's response to it. The sequence in, in I think it was six, uh, where they're delivering the drugs to L.A. Oh, yeah, five, yeah. five. Yeah. Oh, yeah, five. That yeah. was, I was like, Jesus. It was uh, that, and I think Mad, like the, this last Mad Max movie was like are my two favorite chasing sequences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was so good. Then when he comes back with a bike and uh-huh. just like John. rams it into the and he's the like, I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, <laughs> this wasn't like, supposed <laughs> to work. <laughs> Fucking Johnny. <laughs> yeah, I was, like, so I was so glad we got. I actually had that issue way finished way before I ever saw Mad Max or the new yeah. Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't want to have any of that in my head. Reference but, material, but the old stuff is definitely. Yeah, I mean, Road Warriors definitely an influence. Great influence. Yeah. One of my, <laughs> I mean, I've been watching that movie since as long as I can remember. So. I uh, tried showing the uh, the first one to a couple of friends before we went to go see this new one that just came out. <laughs> oh, they hated it. The, uh, they were just like, "What? I don't like. Why is he? There's just shots of like them driving. Why? Why is this, there, there's nothing going on?" And I was like, "No, okay, it's not this one, but like the next one. Like, <laughs> try showing them two lane blacktop." <laughs> yeah, right? seriously. Um, Mad Max is great, but yeah, it weirds people out too. Yeah, especially yeah. if you get the dubbed version where they have like all the weird voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, you might have originally watched released it. in the U.S. They thought their Australian they... accents were too thick, so <laughs> no. Way. So the main the main bad guy in it, who's the main bad guy in Fury Road too, yeah. it's the same actor. They dubbed him, so when you initially see like the dubbed version. He seems kind of preposterous and goofy and like almost very flamboyantly gay kind yeah. of thing yeah. going on. The and then version, the real really version of it, he is, you see how great of an actor he is. Yeah. It just got, he got fucked over by them, like doing that for the American oh, audience. That sucks. That's yeah. Fucked. It's always so yeah. weird to me when they like, do different things like that where it's like, oh, they, and they dubbed America Mel Gibson's voice in, in the original release of Road Warrior 2, I think. And then I think they went back and changed it later. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I think when they first released Road Warrior in the US, they dubbed him. I could be wrong about that, but. Yeah, I don't remember if they did that know. or not, but it's so crazy. Um, when you guys were, were coming up with this book, what were, were some of the things that you guys were influenced by? Influenced by, yeah. You know, uh, tons of shit. I mean, yeah. personally, I both it's a biker yeah. idea. So, bikers ex, biker exploitation of like the '60s and '70s and exploitation cinema. Roger Corman, like huge we're, influence. We're both big fans of, of B movies of the '70s, '60s and '70s, and underground cinema and grindhouse cinema. So that's kind of like we formed our friendship over just like sharing movies and talking about all that stuff. So and this, that this mixed with like of, underground comics that we yeah, both yeah. love and the you know. Uh, cartooning not just like drawing storyboards as a comic but actually like you know exaggerating movement and character and expression and all that like real cartooning we both really love and 
I mean, especially Tom, you can see with his work, <laughs> yeah. like, it's really important, you know? I love, like, the double sequences, like, even in the last one when, oh, yeah, like, Peggy, amazing, oh my way. god, it's so amazing, <laughs> yeah. but, like, when Peggy and Johnny are, like, fucking, and then, like, <laughs> the, at the same time, the scabs are, like, fucking up the humans, and you're, like, oh, six to midnight at the same time, <laughs> like, I don't I know if I'm stoked or so effing pissed right now. <laughs> I remember being in this room reading that issue and thinking, like, holy shit, this is in a comic book, <laughs> it's not published. Right on. <laughs> that was the yeah. idea. Yeah, I was reading that one earlier today, and uh, I was downstairs, and I remember I was turning the page, and there was a, a like a sixteen year old girl in front of me that was uh, like buying some stuff, and I was like, nope, whoop. <laughs> she just yeah. she just kind of turned away very awkwardly. I was like, no, we, we, neither of us just saw that. It's fine. It's fine. It never <laughs> happened. It never happened. Yeah, everyone's wanted a convention or something. A kid will be looking at the table, and I'll be like, uh, that's not for you. And then the dad behind him will be like, it's okay. I'm like, I'm like, it's full of drugs and sex and everything. He's like. He's 14. He can handle it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, you're a cool dad. <laughs> There's worse things out there. Yeah. There's eight people having sex in here. We've been to the zoo. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. I do have a question. Why monkeys? Well, they're apes. Or apes. Apes. Yeah. apes, apes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Um, but there's gorillas. There's gorillas. Yeah, gorillas are Actually, that was just like the Chips, idea that... gorillas, orangutans are all apes. Yeah. The idea that he just threw on me was too, like yeah. uh, Keenan had an idea for a screenplay of... Uh, back on the day for this idea and uh when he threw it at me as soon as he said monkeys on motorcycles i was sold and i <laughs> it's like i i didn't really think about it until afterwards but i've been kind of mildly obsessed with apes and monkeys my whole life anyway if you're in my house there's little ape sculptures everywhere and <laughs> yeah. my, when i was a kid instead of a teddy bear i had a stuffed champ and uh stuff like that so i guess it was just kind of always there it was just and, like uh, and then it was like, okay, that's perfect. I want to draw that. <laughs> but then it, once we started developing and creating the world, we started realizing the fun part about it is we're dealing with exploitation kind of material, or exploitation as we like to call it. <laughs> but dealing with like 70s exploitation genre movie kind of ideas, but turning it into an ape world makes you able to ramp up all the violence and the sex and the weirdness, just like turn it all up to 11 and, and have more fun with it. So. Just make That's it awesome. hella weird. Yeah, <laughs> Which and, is like it, the and then with out. the, it's fun to like make people squeamish with what we do with the skins, the the yeah. actual yes. Homo sapiens in the well, world. Well, the the fights were like like some of the best stuff. It's from it, I haven't seen like violence like that since like like crossed. Yeah, <laughs> so like I was like, oh cool, they're just <laughs> ripping each other's arms off and like <laughs> blood splatter like, everywhere, yeah, like, heroin out and. Just, um, have you seen a cock fight? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Or a they're dog pretty fight. brutal. Yeah. They're really yeah. horrible. Um, but that is that is something that I think of though when when I'm reading the book is what happened in this world that they've taken over or they they're in power and then we the kind of just viewed it as it's just a simple role reversal at some point okay. but in the evolutionary chain it wasn't ever like a takeover or like an in yeah the there's, no, there's, there's no planet of the apes yeah there's no like sci-fi element apes developed as the intelligent ones and and Homo sapiens stayed the dumb animals the dumb animals so yeah. Just a simple role reversal that just makes the world more fun to and play And that with. way we can still have, like, the history of the 70s, the, mm-hmm. the, yeah. the Vietnam War, you know, the, the turmoil within America. The Hunter S. Thompson following. Yeah, 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 exactly. You yeah. know, our little homage to Hell's Angels, yeah, Hunter yeah. S. Thompson following them, you know, all that stuff, so. Hell yeah. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> whose inner voice is Kern? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Carnes? Carnes. Yeah, Carnes. Carnes. <laughs> we both love him so much. Yeah. It's kind of, you know. He's like the coolest. Tom wants to draw him more than any other character. He's the most too. fun to draw. He is so badass. Yeah. In the back, I just like want to continue reading like his thoughts all the time. <laughs> it was just great when he was talking about the, the skin that he owned. And he's like, I named it after my mom. And I'm like, fucking <laughs> like So weird. Come on. I'm into it. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty wrong. We're going to have more fun with him in the future, too. Yeah, we've, we've we have a, ideas uh, for him. We've got possibly a, a, a whole miniseries just based on him. Oh, that's awesome. In the, in the future, so, <laughs> so that'll be fun to draw. I can't wait to hear the story of his scar. <laughs> it, well, <laughs> so bad. We're telling the story of like his boots and his, some of his backstory in the Christmas issue in July that we're doing this next yeah, year. Yeah, next year. So. Nice. Very excited. Yeah. I was going to ask about that, because while I was reading up on you guys, I saw that you guys had like plans for a like a sleazy rider book and then another one called the jungle would that yeah. be card well the now the uh well sleazy rider is just a tentative title <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's probably already been used our, but uh but yeah we have an idea for like doing like a biker magazine that would exist in that world and then uh and then i mean you can tell well like the jungle it, yeah well the one is like a bikes and babes sort of magazine an easy rider style it's like magazine. a one-off thing yeah, yeah where we get like rider. some other artists and some other writers to do like little parts and put it together like a <laughs> magazine cool. yeah I already um, love like the variants that you guys have on the back cover. Oh yeah, like that yeah. last one that was the three three hundred ten or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the Lolly Lolly Westman. Westman. Yeah. Yes, she's that amazing. One, she's amazing. so amazing. She did yeah. one, and I would love yeah. to yeah, see. Katie yeah, Katie Skelly did one. For, yeah. The new yeah. one is uh, by Jen Vaughn. It's a great. Oh, that of one she is bitch. red. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that bitch yeah, is crazy. Yeah. So, but but yeah, so we planned the. We always plan. There's been some confusion a lot with our fans that uh, whether this is like an ongoing series or a limited thing. And we always planned it as like a series of mini series. So, the humans was a ten issue story arc, and then the the second, the next one will be followed. It'll be the jungle, and it's you take the humans into the next the next story the line. next storyline. We don't we can't really tell you what the next storyline will be because yeah. there's still three yeah. issues left in this one. So, <laughs> so you're but, gonna leave us hanging. For yeah, a but bit. The, but the next arc of the human story is called the jungle. So that's yeah. that's what that is about. Series. Yeah. And then beyond that, we have like a Carnes on the road. Carnes on the road, like four <laughs> issue miniseries where he's just traversing America's you know back roads, uh, which would be really great. Can and then a third arc of the human story after uh, the jungle. After the jungle. We don't have a title yet. For no, <laughs> no. We've had <laughs> we've, we've had multiple really bad that ones. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh was, yeah, that was that was from the start basically when what we started was the talking worst about. One? The beach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to give it like two words. Like, no, that's that's horrible. It's that's just, horrible. It's just keeping that Vietnam theme. But like, yeah, the, the, the jungle, the humans, the, the beach. jungle. Yeah. It's like trying to figure it out. But yeah, that was the worst one. <laughs> it's not that bad. I've heard worse. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a really bad Leonardo DiCaprio movie, though. Yeah. so that's like the bad connotation too. But you were talking. So you were talking about um, liking like B movies, um, which is actually how me and her started talking too. Yeah, we but started talking about what the Toxic Avenger, and we were talking oh, about yeah. uh, yes. Jesus Christ Vampire Hunter and Leprechaun. Yeah. Leprechaun, Leprechaun. Yeah. Leprechaun. Yeah. Leprechaun in the Hood. No, yes, that one's great. That's uh, the one that where Ice T is getting high with the Leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> so great. Oh, so great. But what are you, like? So what are some of your favorite movies? Um. Sure. Well, I mean, for like. Humans inspiration probably a lot more like earlier stuff like Roger Corman, Russ Meyer. Mm. Uh, definitely looking a lot of bi- biker movies like Wild Angels and and uh, Easy Rider, of course. Um, Psychomania is one of my favorites. Yeah. Kenny didn't like that one as much. But no, it's, uh, it's fun. Yeah, but it's, it's a weird one. Not one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> Wild there's, Angels. There's a, there's a rash of yeah. 
biker movies from like 68 through like 73 just like tons of them being cranked out and they all those are like a lot of the direct influence for this but um I don't know, beyond that, I don't... I, I mean, yeah, if you're just asking me, like, my favorite movies, it's just, yeah. there's it's so, I mean, it's really hard to even start thinking or trying, <laughs> or trying to list them, you know, I'm, I really love movies. What are some of the ones movies. that, like, got you into into <clears throat> wanting to write this type of stuff, or, like... Cool. Well, like, I really loved, you know, I went to film school okay. when I uh, was a kid, so, um, and I really loved Hordorowski at that point, and really loved, like, Holy Mountain and shit like that, nice. but, uh... Mm-hmm. Um, I also love like Slapshot. I've been obsessed with that movie <laughs> later. It's like movie. a fucking my favorite sports comedy of all time. Hockey you know? is like the best sport ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially if it's just beating people up is that is the yes. whole movie, you know, and making weird gambling of, bets. And a lot shit. of weird uh, yeah. 80s like Golden Globus action movies stuff. Oh yeah, and too. all all like, the canon films. He, I mean, he has he collects <laughs> this is something not many people know, but he collects all the like really bad action scene montage songs for oh, like, yeah. to work out to like the you're a winner. Those <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. He has playlists those are the of those best for... to work out. To. <laughs> they basically That's... are. You feel like a <laughs> yeah. goddamn stallion when you're working out. You're just you're about to go take on the KGB. You know, like for a lot of like... things that I like, it's you know I like lots of chop sake and bad kung fu and action <laughs> yeah. as well. But I also yes. love like weird art films as well. You know, yeah. but like. Yeah. Uh, huge influence on me is the Last Dragon was a huge influence on me as a kid. Oh shit! It's like one of my favorite movies. I don't know. I drew several of my first comics were all basic, loosely based around that movie. So yeah. <laughs> so you did like weird kung fu ones? Well, I did a comic called Galactic Breakdown, which is about a steroids dealer that gets shot into space and yeah. comes in an intergalactic <laughs> warrior. So it's really um, stupid. It's great. That but the amazing. cover, he's got the glow, you know, on the cover, and that's from it's, the movie. You right? have one of those, don't you? Yes, I have. Yes. I have the first one. Crazy and I yes. love the old space but, opera. Yeah, just really bizarre. ugly and bright. That sounds fucking I was, great. Yeah, I, was, I was reading that today. Um, I was like, that portal looks like a vagina. Yep. yep. Like, cool. Awesome. <laughs> and like it just opens for no reason. Like, nope. then, yeah. I was, I was like, there all right, is. I'm on board with all of this. It's yep. fine. There's no explanation. Is. They're like, oh, that just wasn't supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. We don't know how that happened. And then no, there's no more questions about it. He's, <laughs> he's just in space all of a sudden. Then you got a new one that you're working on that's uh, Chuck Gnarly. It's oh. sort of like straight up action hero. Yeah, it's Karate Cop versus Killer Cult sort of thing. It's a Chuck, Chuck Norris homage, you know. Fuck Chuck, yeah. Chuck Norris on acid. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Just kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, and fucking. <laughs> like the most important part, obviously. <laughs> the, the trifecta. It's <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. With the... No, it's James Bond that I'm thinking of that has, like, the girls with the fucked up names or, like, the sexual names. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. I also wanted to ask about, like, what your day is like because I you just brought no just like it's a weird question but I know that you, you guys do? have a lot of st- like uh, I saw one of your tweets Tom about like having 28 pages I think to finish by October because you were tweeting like Ed Pisker mm-hmm. and then I know <laughs> Keenan like you you write Galactic Breakdown you also have Force I don't know if it's maj- Force, Force Major, Major. Major. Yeah. But then I also saw like Iron Jaw, Ugly Things, The oh, Exquisite, yeah. Malaise, yeah, The Resurrectionist. Little... Yeah, well, like... you know, I I write and draw, so mm. those are like all different projects that are in different, you know, different like states of. Yeah, a of couple of like Force uh, Force Majeure is one that's an ongoing comic. Exquisite Malaise was a one-off Rizziograph comic my friend printed for me through Yeah Dude Comics. Um, but yeah, my day, I don't know. It's like. 
I'm not like Tom. I don't have like a great work ethic. It's like a real, <laughs> it's a real struggle to sit down and make myself do things. You know, uh, always has been. I don't draw very easily. It takes a lot of focus and time and mistakes. So, um, so I don't really have. I mean, my most of my day is like sitting around trying to do things. You know, that's most of my day. <laughs> Tom actually does things. Yeah, yeah I, I saw your like on Instagram your huge stack of like all of the humans pages too, and it yeah. was like thirty pounds. I think thirty five pounds. Thirty five. Like that. Yeah, pounds. Jesus. That's nuts. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, my uh, I had to put myself on a really pretty strict schedule to keep up with this. This is the first time I've ever done a monthly series. Before that, my books were self published art graphic novels, and and you know, and then Henry and Glenn, and that was. You just, you just kind of like do it whenever land. you do it, you yeah. know. So this is the first time I had like a monthly schedule and and you know dealing with uh, a team, you know, a writer and a and a colorist and and I have a uh, an assistant too. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, my day is pretty pretty regimented lately. It's <laughs> I'm like up by six thirty usually. Start I'm drawing by eight. Uh, usually spend the mornings penciling, doing layouts and penciling, and then take a break go to the gym have lunch and then come back and ink the rest of the day and if i finish by like six then i'll take the night off and go hang out with friends or something but if i'm not done or if i'm behind deadline and i have to get two pages done that day then i just keep working so that it's is. been a it's been a relentless it's busy while. Hectic, yeah. <laughs> i'm looking forward to the end of it but uh it's been great too it's yeah. all, i mean like I'm not complaining. It's been the best job I've ever had, but uh, it's been relentless, though. It's been relentless, <laughs> and, I, and the next time around, we're gonna I'm gonna try to make sure I can at least have uh, a day off every once in a while. <laughs> in a while. Yeah, those are very important. So lately, yeah. our days, I've had to reserve my days off for conventions and you know promotions and stuff. So, yeah. but yeah, you but you guys have been doing really good at conventions, right? Because I know at Comic Con, you guys like sold out completely at the Image yeah. and like your booth too. Yeah, we were having a great time. Yeah, Comic Con really, was probably was the awesome. best Comic Con I've ever had, and I've been doing it for since '98. But like, <laughs> some of the weirder, smaller ones I've been doing lately haven't been as well oh. well received. But that's just because we need to be doing the bigger ones now. Yeah. <laughs> that's really what it, <laughs> what it's proving. You know, did you guys go to WonderCon? Yeah, that one yeah. was good. Yeah, yeah. I there. enjoy WonderCon. It's like a, a toned so down Comic Con, Comic -Con yeah. but it's like really comic based. It yeah. is. Which is nice. I'm excited it's going to be and in downtown next year. Yeah, because yeah. yes. it'll be. Yeah, hopefully. yeah. Hopefully we can like get in on that again. like yeah. we did last year. We had a great time with that. That was great too. Did you guys go ever go to Ape? We I haven't did, been I in did, a couple years. We stopped going to that in 2011. Was that? was so long ago. But yeah, I did that show for like ten years, and it was great. But it seemed and then the first year I did it, it was for the last few years. And then yeah, that was the first year I took him to it, and it was it was we got that used to be like the one I dreamed to go to. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh hey, fuck it, and then we went, and it was just. I hope it turns around with nobody showed up. I don't know what's going on. There's it's, it's in owners, San Jose, so, right? Yeah. Oh, it is in San Jose. I oh, they moved it. it. They had in San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Yeah, but now I think now they're doing it. It moved back to San Jose because that's where it originally started. I guess like oh. twelve, ten, whatever years. There's ago. the thing with uh, WonderCon too. They had it in San Francisco. Yeah. Then they moved it to Anaheim, and now yeah. they're moving to LA. Yeah. 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 So. I'd rather not have to go to Anaheim for <laughs> almost any reason. So. <laughs> oh, good. I live over there. <laughs> <laughs> There's some really great comic book shops over there too. Keenan, you're just gonna systematically. Just dissing all day. Keep doing it. Burn every Fuck bridge. Fuck that. No, just kidding. You know who else I hate? Uh, Orange County sucks. I'll be real. Yeah. What was, no, how was, what was your drive The other show here? we're doing to do this. Dude, it was two hours. Oh, yeah. Nope. Fuck. It was yeah. so long. I hit like all the traffic. <laughs> and I had to 
like go to the bathroom so bad <laughs> i like ran in here and i was like two hours is the worst <laughs> but terrible. yeah I do so, have another but, question. Okay. Yeah. How did you guys get the image to be a one percent? Was that like something you guys had to ask them, or you yeah, just did I it just, and were like, "Fuck it"? Well, Tom yeah, did it, I, and then we asked him, and yeah, they were like, sure. designed it, sent it to Eric Stevenson, and said, "Can we do this?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" So, <laughs> so brilliant. I don't care what <laughs> did it, and then yeah. you know, some of our biker friends were like, "You're gonna get in trouble for so that." They're like, "That's a little iffy. It's a little iffy. It's you little might iffy, get stabbed or something like." But it's know. so rad. Like, <laughs> but it's a we haven't had any trouble yet. That's so. good, that's Wait, good. I'm not, I'm not up on biker culture. What is the uh, 1%? 1% is like the outlaw percentage okay. of people oh, yeah, really? in America. Yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. the 1%, the They're people just, against the grain, the fucking outlaws huh. of the world. So if you're a poser yeah. with a fake 1%, you yeah. just yeah. get stomped, Yeah, basically. And Chris has one on his, like, has a patch. Johnny has Oh, Johnny has it, Johnny has it, yeah. Yeah. Which is sick. Oh, I just well, love really... like all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, um, I've been telling like everyone about this comic because yeah. I'm just like, please, like read it. It's so fucking rad. Like everything about it. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just got her the uh, the poster, the the oh the Dave Clock printed uh, poster. Oh, oh yeah. 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 yeah, So do I. It's fantastic. Uh, I, like, do you guys plan it. on doing more of that? Or is that just like a one-time thing? With the, the posters, screen yeah. prints. Yeah, uh, well, not screen prints, but we have. We're going to wait on the screen prints, but we're, we're. I think next week we've got some new prints going up on our web store. There'll be G Clay prints. Um, nice. Doing uh, a couple of them are based on some of the, the two-page spreads from the comic. Some of the big psychedelic stuff and. Uh, yeah, the they girl. came out really good looking too. I, like, they look fucking other, great. I love those exclusive too. images like, and stuff. Jesus, so. like uh, it's incredible. Yeah. Like, just looking at that and, like, seeing how, like, the, it fits in with the paneling, like... Yes. Uh, I just want to stare at it for, like, a half an hour and just be like, don't stop. Yeah, those are fun to do. They're, They're just... so rad. My favorite yeah. is, like, one of the girls, like, smoking a bong on the motorcycle with her legs crossed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah that, like... one's, that one's based on, like, an old uh, Tibetan, the Wheel of Disillusion. Yes. And it's, uh, so there's, like, a lot of demons and... Tibetan mythology kind of mixed in with all the drug shit that I put in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the dropping acid and the spasm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> spasm. Spasm. <laughs> it's fucking so sick. <laughs> but are you guys going to bring spasm? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so you start, start uh, selling it, spasm? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm down. I'll be currents and test uh, this shit out. <laughs> all right. If comics don't work out, uh, yeah. Yeah, right? start drug dealing. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of drug dealing, <laughs> you guys are going on tour. Yeah. How, yes. how did? <laughs> All right. No. Okay. I'll it's you know. Segway. Yeah. I love segways. It's funny. <laughs> trying to make the cops follow us on our tour. Man. Sorry about the cover. Burning it's illegal in most states. We drive through. We're not. We're not show. running drugs for aid. <laughs> yeah. But we are taking the same route. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds awesome. Because I heard the uh, last show in Bakersfield, the zigzags. Yeah. How did How did this all come to be? Uh, we have some crazy fans in Bakersfield that uh, have been bugging us for a yeah, while. There's like a big Turbo Hugan group of yeah, yeah. guys out there that they they want us to come out and party with them because they're fans of the comics. So they've been bugging us for like the last several months, and we were putting shit together tour. We're just like, well, let's just put that at the end of it. And then yeah. they they set it up, and we asked the zigzags, and they asked a couple of bands. So uh, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it'll be a big fun. Show. Yeah, I hope it. I hope it's a rager. It should be yeah. a lot of fun. You know. And are those some of the bands that are on your guys' record? The Zigzags are. The, zigzags. Uh, the other two are not. They're um, they're fans that are part of the the group that's bringing us out there. Oh, yeah. Nice. So um, 
I haven't actually heard either of those uh, bands, but the Zigzags did one of our, our douche, metal douche metal and the sorority. Yeah, and the sorority. Yeah. Yes. With and the Zigzags and, and a to-be-announced band still. We're still trying to figure out a fourth awesome. band. So yeah. nice. that somehow would like hopefully tie in with the humans a little bit. So, yeah. But yeah, the Zigzags did our first 7-inch and our first mm-hmm. song uh, with along with uh, the, smelly the Smelly Tongues. Split 7-inch. Yeah. So. Which they're in your comic, too. Or like, mm-hmm. yeah. it says the name yeah. on the Yeah, drum. and Zigzags are in there, too. And yeah, Boss Zig- Kong is in uh, issue Six, 7. 7? Seven. Seven. Yeah. Yes, because they're playing, playing the, when yeah. the scabs yeah. fuck yeah, them gets, up. He gets <laughs> taken out. <laughs> yeah. killed. It's fucked up. <laughs> I'm still so bummed about it. <laughs> I was like, no. Hey, man, yeah, people the, die, man. That's uh, true. Game of Thrones, when, when you live that type of life, man. <laughs> it's true. Live or die. <laughs> Shake till <be> death. <laughs> but yeah, the tour ends in Bakersfield, but we're going... Where are we going? We're going all the way up to Seattle Oakland, and back down. So, Portland, yeah. Seattle, Olympia, Olympia, San Francisco, and are then Bakersfield. Doing yeah. anything? Oh, and, and uh, San Jose. Yes. Well, uh, and, Cupertino. And Cupertino. <laughs> and uh, Nuclear Comics down in... Oh, in San Clemente or Laguna? It, One of those it's places. It's in South County, for yeah, sure, it's, right? Yeah. <laughs> South County. I just don't know exactly what that area is called. Nuclear I, Comics rule, man. They're really yeah, they're nice cool. people. Yeah, they're sick. I followed them on Instagram. Oh, yeah? And they were just at that... Um, San Diego Comic Museum, the oh. one that IDW did, oh. which is kind of really rad. Oh, I didn't you know, know that. that. I didn't either until I like lurked it, and then I was Oof. like, "Oh, this is kind of rad." <laughs> <laughs> but so you guys aren't doing anything here in LA? Uh, no, we didn't, we <laughs> no. didn't set up anything. Um, we figured we'd done too much in LA the last year. <laughs> we're we're sick of us. Our of friends are really sick of us dragging them out to our parties. So. <laughs> yeah, we'll wait till like the second collection to do like a big LA yeah, party. You be know, like next year, February or March. Yeah, unless somebody wants to throw like a issue ten party or something. You know, <laughs> but other than that, we'll be at a. Uh, we're going it. to the Cala oh, yeah, uh, you, Festival oh, in yes. December. You'll be at Cala Comic Arts LA. I, um, oh, nice. I've, very clearly remember that's where I first bought Galactic Breakdown. Oh, okay. Last yeah. yeah, last year. So, And then we're going to do the David Mann Chopper Fest in Ventura yeah. like December 13th, I think. But it's like a biker fest up in Ventura that's fun. We did that last year, too. It's really yeah, great, you guys, how, did, how did that go? Because I was like, you're going to be selling comic books at a motorcycle? Yeah, we great. tried. <laughs> I, I mean, we, we did We okay. did all right. We had actually, fun. You know? You know? And it, it's it's a chopper fest devoted to the, the biker artist David Mann who like did all the... Uh, easy Rider paintings, paintings and Easy Rider and stuff and uh, He's so a- they had like a whole like building set up for like artists who do like bike related art so it was it was cool we met some other cool artists who, yeah and I mean we just got to like walk around really early in the morning before it started and look awesome at all these bikes killer bikes everywhere. and just smoke yeah. a joint and walk around <laughs> you guys, look at all these yeah. ugly patches <laughs> and stuff right? you know I do he does yeah. okay. I just pretend <laughs> I like looking at bikes, but I don't ride one at all. I do too. It's okay. I love so much, but I really want an Indian. I'm not gonna. Lie. Oh yeah, those are amazing. Those yeah. are nice and light <laughs> is it, and expensive. Is, is there a reason yes. you don't ride? Uh, I mean, I'm just not mechanically inclined, so okay. I can't work on my own bike. It's yeah. kind of like why I don't own an, uh, like a cool car. I just drive a Honda because no, I, I don't know how to work on the car, so I'm not going to own something that's like it's an like old Chevy. That's why I don't yeah. have a Mustang. Yeah, yeah. You know, just, I like yeah. I love classic cars, but I'm like I'm not going to keep so up. Yeah, what am I a millionaire? I'm going to pay some mechanic to rip me off over and over again. Yeah. You know, like no. Like, so, take me to I can appreciate first. them as objects and things and yeah. appreciate the people that use them as tools, but uh, yeah, I don't think... <laughs> you just called them mid- tools. 
<laughs> keep dissing. Keep dissing. Just edit all this out. <laughs> so it's going to be two usable parts this of this gonna, interview. Yeah, it's going to be an intro and an outro. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. This is the humans. Okay, bye. <laughs> You're going to be where? And it's like blank, blank, blank. And then like, okay, bye. <laughs> So what do you ride? Do you ride a Harley or... No, uh, right now I've got a Kawasaki uh, 79KZ1000 oh, nice. that I bought from a friend of mine. Um, and uh, I've only had it for a couple of years. I've only really been riding it for that long. I rode like dirt bikes and stuff when I was a kid growing oh, up nice. on the farm in Texas. But but uh, yeah, I'm not like, you know, a real biker or anything. <laughs> I just enjoy riding it. And, and I felt it was it. like good for to you know get to know that more the feel of riding it and and looking at it all the time to like get to know bike anatomy and have a better feel for for what i was going to do with this project and the wind in your face is like the best feeling ever yeah, yeah, I love it. It's so, fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to having and buying time like to leather ride. gloves and, and yeah. Yeah. helmets and all that stuff. So yeah. Jackets, yeah. Yeah. yeah, so much. No, uh, my, yeah. my stepdad tried teaching me how to ride like a, a dirt bike when I was 16, and uh, I he's like just rev it gently. Like, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what? Wow. Yeah, it, it went out from <laughs> under me, flipped up into the air. Oh, and then I, I was just running around the circle, like, don't let on me, don't let on me. And I look at him, and he's just like, hightailed it off. I'm like, I'm like cool, cool, so thanks for like, out. this, yeah, he, yeah, like, Me and my sister <laughs> had dirt bikes in like middle school because my mom and dad were like so into them when they were younger. They're like, you guys have to get them, and like I was super cautious, and so I was like, I don't, I don't know if I'm, if I'm allowed to ride these. Which thinking back, it's like, man, fucking nerd kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've only Your ridden in the back of that. motorcycles. Yeah. <laughs> but even that, it's fucking the best oh, feeling yeah. ever, yeah, it dude. Is. It's fucking so rad. Like, just, I don't know what it is, but that engine under your legs, and you're like, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's pretty great. Fuck yeah. <laughs> is that yeah. weird and TMI No, that's no, 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 what no, no. most people like about it. Right, and the wind in your face. And yeah. You can fucking line split, which is sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love motorcycles. I think that's why I love this comic book so much. I do too. too. It's it, it's been fun, like studying all the different bikes. It's been collecting biker magazines, new ones and old ones, and just like studying all the anatomy and getting and to know culture. everything. Yeah. I still don't. I'm like I'm not really a gearhead, but but I can study it as an artistic brain and like. I know all the parts now. I just don't know what any of them really do. <laughs> but I know how to draw them all. So someday maybe a mechanic part. friend will fill me in on what they actually are. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it's cool. I mean, yeah. your drawing but it's alone fun to, like, is just, so like, rad. Get, and I, I'm trying to get it right because I don't want to, like, if we... I, I would like us to have anyone. actual biker fans. And, you know, people <laughs> yeah. And, and if they want to scrutinize my bike and say, you got that wrong, I'm like, that's cool. Teach me. Like, I'll yeah. draw it right Help next time. Let's, let's enjoy it. You're going to be in a panel and like, this big old biker guy's going to be like, look, man, moonbeam. Uh. <laughs> well, when I met you guys at Comic-Con with my friend Tommy, yeah, yeah. he like, fucking loves your comic. Yeah, and he's he was like great. a yeah. big motorcycle dude. So he, was, he didn't say anything like, you guys fucked it up. Or yeah, no, he was just like, right. fuck yeah. <laughs> Judging from my Instagram followers, I think we're doing all right. Yeah, we, tons of bikers and tat- ever since the humans came out, it's just like all tattoo artists and bikers. And yeah, that's yeah. I mean. like, yeah. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of really cool like motorcycle artists that I've discovered through there. Just like oh, people shit. that do a lot of really cool art. And uh, nice. there's this one uh, g- uh, guy. It's at Doom Cycle, and he like regularly posts other motorcycle artists that he knows. And oh, nice. it's just been cool following that and meeting other artists through that. So. Nice, and you also get to see like their detail and kind of mm-hmm. implement that too, which is kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> very cool. Is so, there anything else that you guys are working on right now? 
Uh, well, Are you we're, excited about? Yeah, we. I mean, we're starting to develop, develop the jungle, and yeah. uh, and the the Christmas issue that we're gonna do yeah. in between the humans and the jungle. Um, it'll just be a one-off, and then uh, um, you're working on possibly doppelganger stuff, right? Yeah, I'm possibly doing. A, I did a years ago. I did a mini comic called Doppelganger that was sort of a bootleg, drugged-out Popeye <laughs> having an <laughs> yeah. existential crisis. Yeah. All and, right. um, Down. <laughs> and so I've, but I've, re- I never drew them, but I wrote like six more chapters to that. So I've thought about like you know making going back and drawing through. that real quick, like a little graphic novella of like a crazy. Sort of modern, surrealistic Tijuana Bible of the Papa universe. <laughs> <laughs> and would so. you put that off on image too, or is that? Um, be like- no, I've been talking to a, a couple of people, or you know, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, he's got a, he's got a publisher lined up, but he can't talk about it because it's not okay. like okay. signing yeah, yeah, on yeah, the dotting yeah. line. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but some, but somebody cool. No, out. no, but somebody cool will put it out. Yeah, for That's sure. It's not so. a done deal until they've seen. Some yeah, pages, yeah. He's so. got to do it, and then they'll be like, "All right." But yeah, what uh, what what is the the love for Popeye there? Uh, it's just I don't know. It's always been there. I um, you know, some of the well, actually, I can yeah, I can trace it back when I was about. When I was first learning to read, mm. uh, my grandmother, my dad's mother, uh, who was very interested in art and stuff, she gave me a bunch of, uh, she gave me the two Smithsonian books, the one that was the Smithsonian book of comic book comics and the Smithsonian book of newspaper comics, these two giant tomes. And those are like the earliest comics I had. And I would just like <clears throat> dig through those all the time. And that's kind of where I learned to read and draw. And uh, Popeye, I just always gravitated to f- for some reason because it was weird, and I think be- also because there were the cartoons are on TV, so I made that association. I was like, "Oh, cool! This is like both the same thing." So, um, and then later when I was in, when I ended up in uh, art school in San Francisco, and kind of got fed up with the idea of painting in the fine arts world, and wanted to get back into comics, I was uh, reading a book about a biography of Philip Guston. Uh, a painter, an abstract expressionist painter, who then later switched to doing more figurative, cartoony work, and uh, and he talked about his influence of early comic strips, and that kind of got me reinterested in it. And then, so I was like already like wanting to get out of painting and more into comics, and I kind of like that was kind of like a back three way back to my childhood that like led the way to ultimately my first graphic novel, The Blot, which was largely inspired by. EC Cigars, Popeye Comics, and uh, Floyd Godfordson's Mickey Mouse Comics. So, was was art school something that you found a bit stifling? Uh, I don't know. It was. It was. It was. I don't know. It wasn't stifling because I, I kind of refused to get stifled. Um, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It was challenging. I was always the sore thumb in the room. Uh, so that's, and that's, and I and I would make myself that too. I, I think I continue to do that. Uh, probably some people consider me an that's asshole. That's so crazy but, um, because like, <laughs> but your yeah. drawing is amazing. Yeah, well, but I was at a school that was. That's a I was fine at art San Francisco Art Institute, and everybody was and more you, focused you, on conceptual art and when performance you paint art comics and, too. You're like painting comics, a bullseye on your back in right. an art well, critique, right? Then. Now, yeah. now, you now no, now it's a totally comics. different world, but then... But I was kind of part of the last generation of people that got shunned for doing like, comics. That looks school. like what you were trying to draw. I mean, you've seen Art School Confidential. Yeah. That was, yeah. I lived that. It was it was real. <laughs> it's, so. It's, it's so funny. It's, so it, it's not funny, but interesting that, that I hear that from a lot of like current comic creators that, like, yeah, I went to art school and it was just 
they would tell me I would never amount to anything or like they just didn't understand what I was trying to do and mm-hmm. it was just somehow I convinced them that I ended up like I switched and I started doing paintings of like one panel gag comics basically mm-hmm. that's what I graduated with an MFA in painting was I did like 50 one panel gag comics as oil paintings and my teachers thought that that was like ironically stupid enough that I would be making comic strips as oil paintings that I ended up getting an MFA for it so (laughs) I kind of fooled her (laughs) jokes on you yeah so blah 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 Lichstein okay (laughs) sure (laughs) fuck Lichtenstein He's a thief. I have to say his name wrong every time. It's the only way to get back at him. (laughs) Yeah, just each time. (laughs) I'm really curious as to, like, how you guys met and started working together. Because I know you guys both have, uh, like, pretty strong zany comics with an X background. Yeah. We're both, you know, self-publishing publishers and shit. Uh, We met at a, you know, really bad comic fest <laughs> where, yeah. where nobody showed up and it was like it's like in south central LA yeah it was kind of like the. Ooh, really it reminds weird. me of breaking to electric boogaloo because yeah. it was like a, <laughs> it was just a after school space for kids to come to and they had a gymnasium and then they just were like alright let's shove some zine, zine weird what uh, comic book people can we get to put in here yeah but the weird thing it was, was just... it was probably the one of the best rooms of people I've been in a comic book event well yeah we made friends with everybody there uh, yeah because nobody showed up so we just all started going to each other's tables and it it was real it was really horrible but uh but we discovered we lived like a mile away from each other yeah both made zines and we'd both seen each other's work before like yeah i saw galactic breakdown like six months earlier at secret headquarters and i'd seen the henry and glenn zine before uh, and and his poem his comic strips uh the ham-fisted oh yeah i saw that at uh secret headquarters before that so but yeah, it was yeah, just a really bad event where I met, I literally met seven or eight people that I'm still friendly with and or artists that I think are rad, you know, at this thing. But The best made, of a bad situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. <laughs> but we met there and then I, I don't know how we started really hanging out, but we just, we lived yeah. close to each other and he's like, hey, showing let's a movie. Let's go grab a beer. Yeah, let's go grab a beer. And <laughs> Which is the comics. best way to bond, you yeah, know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, and then the eventually, like two years later, we were like having a beer and he mentioned his idea for ape biker gang and I was like I'm gonna yeah draw Tom that. was like I'm gonna start drawing I, I'm just gonna draw somebody needs to write something and I'll just draw it I'm sick he was like you know bitching and moaning or sitting at the bar <laughs> and I said oh, I got this idea jokingly and then yeah two days later he's like here's three drawings that I did you know like, or the, actually it was no. the next day actually yeah, I had yeah. three drawings he's like I did these you know like, they'll get better that. I swear <laughs> they'll get better you know? but and the one drawing was that flicking the bird image yeah. that we used a bunch for yep. like our first postcard and on our website and shit. So, which is like the best ever. I have yeah. the patch. It's a it's <laughs> it's that that image is based on a Danny Lyons photograph, yeah. who's a yeah. really famous. Uh, he did this book called The Bike Riders, which is hmm. like a collection of photographs about bikers and stuff. So another huge influence on the humans and the look and the aesthetic. Was that mm-hmm. was that something you guys were really into before you you started writing the humans, or is that something you just kind of like really embraced oh. a lot more since? Uh, I had been into it just because I'd had the idea for so long, and I'd always been like kind of picking little things mm-hmm. here and there, and always been interested in it, especially Danny Lyon's photography because mm-hmm. it's just like he's just a great <clears throat> photographer. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd been interested in it before, yeah, th- more through pop culture stuff, through movies, and through like Spain Rodriguez and S. Clay Wilson yeah. comics, who were like actual like biker comic artists in the underground, and uh, David Mann and stuff like that. Some artists. That I was aware of, but, uh, but we've we definitely become much more of an interest since we started researching. And we've become much and, more aware of all of that since we've yeah. been working on this too. Like we see it everywhere more, and are you know much more interested in 
and finding it too, yeah. you know. So, yeah. Nice. Well, you have the ring too, right? Hmm? The same ring. Mm. Oh, or yeah. is it different? Uh, yeah, he kept, yeah, he kept trying to put that in there, <laughs> and they finally got it in there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I got this Which ring in sick. Japan like a long time ago. <laughs> when we bought sick. the yeah. beer that we're drinking now on the show, it's not a secret. We're drinking beer on the show. Yeah. Uh, I wrote this note to put on the fridge <laughs> that I kind of like. It's, 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 it's the hand giving the finger with like the bone sticking. You should take yes. a picture of that yeah, put that on the site. We argued yes. for a while over the, we'll what would the be the backpack. Picture. There you go. <laughs> it took us a while to figure out what the back patch would be. Like I remember yeah. it was like arguing over like I was just like just let's just make it a skull it'll be easy. Yeah, like, I was like, just, no, no. I was trying to think of something that I'm going to have to draw a thousand times. Yeah, and draw small. And, like, and he was like no how about like a dude getting his face punched like that anthrax <laughs> cover and like his teeth are flying everywhere and he's Barfing, like, no, and like, no. That would have been epic. I have to draw that a thousand times. <laughs> and then it's basically that Danny Lyons image, basically too. The fuck you. It's like let's just have him flicking everybody off. Yeah, I hate it everybody. Like, it was like, okay, oh, it's duh. Like chopped off human. It's like, how did we even have a discussion? It was supposed to be that <laughs> yeah. from the start, you know. And then Tom drew that skull in there still. <laughs> it was great. I still got my skull. It's he was epic. like, oh, I got it in there, dude. <laughs> Forever. Um, but it's really sick seeing the middle finger. You guys even put like everyone flipping everyone off. <laughs> Which oh yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I, I mean love. every picture we take with fans. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, it's what we have to do now. I'm pretty but. sure I flipped. Oh yeah, the yeah, camera I think, yeah. We, we were all flicking them off, you, yeah. Which is sick. The it's other, just like iconic now. Uh, so it was, when I was reading the the book, I you had like six other bike gangs, I think that yes. you had mentioned. Yeah. Um, and there was the Mexican bike gang <laughs> yeah, yeah. that I was hoping, like, I was like, oh, awesome, these guys are going to be in it at some point. <laughs> Maybe somebody and down like, the road. Not not in this this 10-issue story. They're just kind of, like, periphery. Yeah. They do but have kind cool of, like, face paint. Yeah, I was like, yeah. I was like, no, I love that face I, paint. I'd it's love great. for us to do some, some, have some fun with the other gangs, too, down the road. Yeah, there's, like, this availability to do one-offs and, yeah. like, you know, jump off and to just tell little stories with these other gangs. You know? The haters were great. Yeah, yeah. Those haters, you know, yeah. and they got oh, involved the a little bit more. Too. Yeah, yeah. I loved the them until like the end, and then I was like, "Fuck you guys!" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, the Medfuckers are fantastic, though. Yeah. I love Rico, though. Rep LA, yeah, yeah. they're so yeah, but they're so easy like going. They're like, <laughs> <laughs> but he's a fool. And, the, so it's and they'll okay. be there. The Madfuckers will be back in other arcs too yeah. and stuff yeah. you know so yeah. yeah and we've got there's other gangs that'll come up in the jungle and yeah stuff. and satan's minions we have a little thing for that <laughs> oh bike, yeah, bikers and babes so thing sick. where we'll like yeah. break their gang down a little bit more and give you more detail about them and stuff yeah. so uh, it, was, nice. it was like seeing like like uh other like members of like different gangs in the warriors and then like mm-hmm. i was like oh. Oh, awesome and i was like yeah. god damn it no like where are they <laughs> yeah <laughs> We'll get there eventually. It's more like just kind of setting the mood, like let you know yeah. a little more of this world. Look, look like, what's coming. There's a lot yeah. more yeah. out there. But I love the humans. Humans still death, right? <laughs> <laughs> also, do you get a lot of people that come up to you with like human tattoos? Has uh, that, we, that, has that become a thing yet? We've seen a couple online. I've seen two or something now. Person, but I've seen a few online. Actually, and no. I've seen I'm a just lot. Of, <laughs> seen, we've seen. Uh, we've had more people showing up with their own humans vests where they've made. Okay. Yeah, they're doing cosplay and, and making their own. Yeah, I've seen and stuff. some cosplay like the, yeah, the gorilla cosplay. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's pretty fun. So yeah. good. I was I gonna be like a cross between black hat and like a skin, oh, yeah. and it didn't work because I thought it would be awesome. But my friend Tommy was actually supposed to be like 
Kern. Oh. And I was supposed to be his skin, but then uh, it didn't work out. Oh, yeah. man. That would have been great. I know, right? Chris- <laughs> Christina, our colorist, and I were thinking about maybe going as Karns and She-Bitch. That would be yes. <laughs> She-Bitch is actually kind of modeled after our colorist, yeah, Christina. Yeah, basically anyways, her so. face. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> she can do a pompadour, too. She's got enough hair. So, Does she have the septum, too? Uh, uh, she did. She's getting she it redone. She took it out last year. We'll seal up. Oh. Where is where's she located at? She lives in LA. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, yep. we should have had her on too. I know. We should have got yeah. her. She's more shy with these things. Yeah, it would have been like pulling teeth. Christina. (laughs) (laughs) They love you. (laughs) She does a great job, dude. You should look at her work, her her own art illustration. Dude, she's nuts. She's doing some great stuff. Ridiculously talented. She's getting a lot of big jobs now, too. Illustration stuff for big album covers and everything. So she's she's starting to blow up. We're going to... Probably gonna lose her after the issue ten. No, <laughs> yeah, don't say that. She does such a great job. Yeah, yeah but it's like She's, a lot of work for yeah. not much. Being a colorist, love for the humans. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. that's what's getting her through ten issues. <laughs> <laughs> now we can, you know. But being I a colorist it. when your your heart is being an illustrator, it's yeah, kind of tough to be. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, it's cool. She's I also want to ask just because, like, I feel like I just missed out on the joke, but the in the back. We're firing our colorist. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. The, that was just that. fucking with her. Yeah, yeah. we were just fun. having fun. You know, well, like, she, like she started making these joke images. Like yeah, she'd like, miscolor things and be like, "Here's the page," and it yeah, had like lipstick it. on it <laughs> and a she, hot dog like hitting the side of their face <laughs> that she drew. A dick with, with a dick, mouth. Yeah. yeah, or like <laughs> mustard being squeezed, you yeah. know, and shit. Why wasn't that like in the back? Yeah, The first issue, the first issue, the first four issues. There's a yeah, when he's like. It's in the second issue. He's like talking to. Uh, oh, to his I brother. fucked up yeah, and like, read the, the, the back like, section. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, everybody shit. that's just buying the trades is missing out on the on ape all shit the ape shit section yeah. because there's our colorist is fired every month in the first four issues. <laughs> and now, now, we're we're start, here, now we're dealing with our crazy. crazy. Aaron yeah. <laughs> turns crazy. And, uh, so I told yeah. Eddie that I didn't What's have the, the first issue because I I had it. But then Boo. my mom, oh. my mom has mm-hmm. a coworker. Your mom, your mom, <laughs> my mom was like, "What is this film?" <laughs> no, no, no. My mom has a coworker, and she asked me like, "What should I get him?" Because I know he's a comic book fan. I was like, "Well, what is he into?" And uh, he's like, "Oh, he likes going to conventions and getting things signed. Uh, he also has a motorcycle that he loves." And I was like, "Oh, I got the perfect thing for him." Oh, right. Because on. I had the the first one signed, and I was like, "Ah, it's, nice. it's breaking my heart." But I do you have a motorcycle? No, no the it's coworkers. It's her co-worker. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a story as to why. I thought you had a motorcycle. I was like, when did this happen? I, I do, know. I do you have the Zero and the two soundtracks. Oh, right on. Yes. Are you guys putting are hard... out any more? Um, yeah, we're putting out a third 7-inch. Yeah, uh, through in the Red Records. With, uh, the uh, cunts um, and bits of shit. Yeah, it's going to be our Ozploitation <laughs> one. It's all Australian <laughs> bands. Uh, oh, yeah, really? yeah they're two yeah. Australian punk bands that are really fucking amazing. And bits of shit. Actually uh, reunited to make the song yeah. for us because they love the humans <laughs> yeah, so much. Yeah, they played their reunited. They reunited and played a live show right after they recorded it, and they called themselves the Humans for the <laughs> secret show. So that's how. That's awesome. And they they fit in perfectly. I mean, they like wear back patches. They're <laughs> they're just fucking just insane. And the the cunts were just them. in town last. last yeah, and week. they're actually going to be coming rad. back through LA too yeah. and playing at the Griffin. They're cool. Next Griffin. month, nice. and then we're, yeah, we've been putting great. out two to three songs with every issue on our SoundCloud mm-hmm. that will eventually we've got it we've got a tentative record deal to put out an LP what's uh, your guys' SoundCloud 
It's, uh, it's the, the human, human soundtrack, soundtrack SoundCloud. Oh. Yeah, oh. it's in the back of every issue. If you look up SoundCloud human sub- soundtrack, and in yeah. the back in Ape Shit, it tells you every time there's two songs like right up here at the top. Oh. Yeah. So, for all the viewers, so those I'm are pointing at a comic right now. <laughs> <laughs> really good for a podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, look at that right there, everybody. It's for people who aren't paying attention to the issues but, or the ape shit Yeah, section. just skim it and go download a free fucking song <laughs> yeah. or two, for fuck's next, sake, everybody. Next week, there's a new song by Ghoul, these crazy, this crazy death metal surf band from, from uh, all over. Oakland. Death metal surf <laughs> and they're, uh, Well, actually, awesome. they're, I think they're from like some weird, like, some east, weird Eastern Bloc country, uh, like Hungary or something they were. Creepy. Uh, Creepsylvania. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, I, I <laughs> remember. Yeah, they're from Creepsylvania, but they, uh, they're, if you ever get to see them live, they're hilarious. They wear, like, masks. They're really insane. And they have, like, they're kind of like the new Guar. They have, like, dudes <laughs> yeah. come out dressed like robots and cavemen, and, and they like fight on stage. Do they do that all the time? They, they do a blood cannon. And a lot all of time, the time I just see them in the hoods with just the blood. And just well, that's the band where it's the hoods, they always have, like, two monsters evil. that fight. What's, yeah. what's this band again? Ghoul. Ghoul. From Oakland. Yeah, and then the other band is going to be Heavy Lids, which are, like, some weirdos from New Orleans that do really awesome. You guys punk pick rock. like the best named bands. <laughs> I know people keep asking, "Are these real bands?" Like, yeah, yes, yeah, we just like really weird shit. Yeah, we've had lots of reviews. We're like zigzags and smelly tongues. I don't think these are real bands. <laughs> just go to the website and download the fucking. The song. only band that isn't real is Boss Kong. Yeah, and, was, and, it's and that's real. because Boss Kong exists only inside the In human world. <laughs> I, so. I wanted to ask about that because I, I had read that you guys said that they came to you saying we're in the humans world. Yeah, we basically, we're, and, we're yeah. creating a band within your comic. So yeah, and we're yeah. like, all right, sure. and, and the musician involved doesn't want to be named. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, but he's it, rad. He's in a bunch of real bands. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he did this as just like a solo project, and he's he's having that's fun with it. Fucking awesome. That's, yeah, that's yeah. great. And it makes sense because when this I band now put it in the comic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. When I had first read that, I thought like, oh wow, that's so convenient, Boss Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. humans. Uh, uh, um, and uh, we just got I just got a song yesterday from Saviors, which will be out with issue nine. That's great. They're like a doom rock band from doom stoner rock band from L.A. and and uh, also we got well we have our ongoing contest too for oh, yeah. SoundCloud. We've got a battle we've, of the eight bands contest. Yeah, we're yeah. taking submissions from bands to be on the soundtrack for the last issue. So I was just going to ask you, how do you guys seven. find them? Uh, well. For all, everything before, we're both uh, really into music and have lots of musician friends. My wife's a drummer and has been a musician our whole life. So um, a lot of the bands we've either known or we liked enough to ask them. You know, like the yeah. Cunts, I said something in a Pitchfork interview. Like, they asked you, like, <laughs> what, are the, what bands do you want? I was like, oh, Quintron, somebody else, somebody else, and the Cunts. And he wrote me on Facebook, like, what the fuck, man? I'll do a song in a heart. You know? <laughs> so that's, that's, that's how that happened, you know. But most of the time, it's like either one of one of our friends nice. or both of our friends yeah. you know yeah for the most part yeah nice. um, a couple of bands have reached out to us that, and uh, and then we and then so we were getting a lot of, a lot of people random bands just like saying hey check us out we yeah. want to we want to do something so then we with issue 7 we announced a battle of the eight bands again in the ape shit section if you're not reading that <laughs> yeah by the individual uh, issues it keeps that us whole alive. part in the back There's is actually back. a lot of work part, that we yeah. do every fucking issue everybody Even but yeah in so front, where you guys so. like speed us all up and like oh, what's yeah, the happening recaps. Yes, those, <laughs> those things are best. so stupid they're so fucking funny someone's yeah. writing those read them yes. <laughs> uh, proofreading them for the for our oh, fine Christ. friends at image is a yeah. nightmare <laughs> <laughs> Poor David Brothers and, and Allie Powers. Yeah. Do the proof Put him through us. the ringer. Yeah. Really. I also wanted to ask about your work with like bands 
and their album covers because that uh, I bought Most the first much, Humans yeah. volume from like you guys here, and then I went made a trip to Amoeba where I bought the Groovy Ghoulies volume two oh, cool. and the Human soundtrack too, and I got home and I realized like oh shit. These are both Tom Neely. Oh, yeah, you realize yeah, I did the groovy. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, I've been doing, uh, I'm going to do two more this winter, but um, he's been re-releasing the entire Groovy Ghoulies catalog and having me do new artwork and a comic strip in each record So to tell the history of the Groovy Ghoulies. So that's been a fun project. He's just, I've been friends with him for like, yeah, Kempi got like 15 years now. He's like into comic stuff. Which is oh, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Cool. And he, that's how he, like, I met he him. loves art. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah, a, like, I was a fan of nice his dude. band in the 90s, and then like he became a fan of my comics in the aughts, and then we became friends. And you did an so, old Kepi cover. Yeah, I did, I did some ago. of his earlier covers for his solo stuff, and uh, I did the last Groovy Ghoulies album cover, which <laughs> I thought, and then they broke up. And I, I used to have a curse that every band I did an album cover for would break up. So after that happened with Groovy Ghoulies, it happened with Isis. Um, <laughs> um, a couple Wolves in the Throne Room did you know, right? Or was that a poster? They broke up. I just did a poster. Yeah, them, that was so they were safe. Okay, yeah. But they broke up eventually. Because I think now they're farmers. <laughs> you're if you're a band and you, and you want to right. break up. You were telling me about that. Get Tom Neely to do uh, if you want to break some up art easy for you. With your yeah. band. No, <laughs> the curse is broken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 He did a record for. He did a cover for Green Day. Yeah, and they're still together. Yeah. Did you really? Yeah, I did a cover for Green Day last year. Uh, they did a demo album that only came out on Record Store Day. Mm. Oh, nice. It's like a giant trash so, pile yeah. with like little remnants yeah. of like their history, like their guitars and shit in the trash pile. That's fucking yeah. sick. It's pretty awesome. How did, how did that come to be? They're fans of Henry and Glenn. <laughs> and <laughs> they, and they contacted my publisher to get a hold of me, and so it was like I got a call from Mike Dirt one day, and it was like, hey. Do you want to do an album cover for us? Like, fuck yeah. <laughs> How do you say no to that? <laughs> so, yeah, that was cool. Hell that was yeah. really cool. Is it weird, um, like, when you get, like, this weird attention from people and you're like, what the fuck? The weirdest thing was when I got an email from Rob Halford. Because oh. I, I, when I was putting together the Henry and Glenn Forever and Ever collection, my publisher, Microcosm, uh, really wanted an intro written by somebody famous that could because that helps sell books like a music and I was kind of like punk rock state like, name oh, some kind you know that's kind of dumb whatever fuck it but but he kept pushing for it I was like okay fine who can I do this and I was talking to all my friends and music like at one point I was maybe asking Mike Dirt uh, but that didn't seem like quite the right fit and he was too busy um, then my publisher was like in contact with Jello Biafra and he was into it but then he was too busy. And then my friend Jay, who I DJ with, I, I have a DJ night, I, uh, metal night at, at Footsie's here in town. Um, but my my DJ partner Jay just said like, you should at least ask Rob Halford. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, there's no way what's, I what's could even get happen? to him. He's like, you should at least try. You've got to try. Like, yeah. What's so, the worst that could happen? So he was like, he he writes for Decibel Magazine. He's like, write to my editor. He'll he'll give you his publicist info. Maybe you can send him an email. So I did that. I got the publicist info. Wrote an email. She wrote back kind of like a few bitchy emails back to me, like, <laughs> "What are you talking about? I don't know what this is." And yeah, I was yeah. like, "Oh shit! I screwed Quit this. I screwed me. this all up." <laughs> oh, no. And then she's like, "Well, whatever. I'll, I'll ask him later uh, today." And and then the next day, I got an email from him, and he's like, "Tom." <laughs> I, I always do. I always do the weird voice when I tell the story. No, go no, on. That's awesome. Continue. He's like, like, Tom, I already love your book. It's great. <laughs> I'd love to write something for you. Just tell me where to send it. And I was like. Like, oh my uh, what, fucking god! The, the best part was the subject of the email was "Hi, it's Rob." <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit! <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" This you know, real, Rob Halford <laughs> from Judas Priest is what it said. <laughs> was it like sixteen-year-old and 
you oh, inside yeah, you were going like, oh my god, was, Tin. I was like, oh my god, he is the metal god. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so, and then I wrote back to him and I was like, oh my god, I can't believe you wrote to me. Um, but yeah, if you want to write something, that'd be amazing. And I just told him like how long it needed to be. And then like four days later, it arrived and it was perfect. I didn't, it yeah. was like, he like did to me what I did to Henry and Glenn. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, I, I I read it earlier today. Yeah, yeah. It was it's hilarious. Spot on. I love yeah. the piece of like him touching your shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah. I had to do that. <laughs> and then I did get I did get to meet him last time they played in L.A. last November. No. I got to go to the show and meet him. And he's the nicest guy in the world. And the weirdest thing, even weirder than him emailing me, was when I go when I went to backstage and I had to go like. Well, first of all, he told me like, if you can't find me, just text me and I'll I'll send someone. Out. And, I, and you're like, what so the I, fuck? I couldn't find him at first, and then my girlfriend was like, just text him. I was like, I can't text Rob Halford. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, just do it. He told you to, and so I did. And then he sent somebody out to find me. And then I, so I when I walked into his his dressing room, he was like, he was talking to like sixteen people, and he was like, he was like oh, there's Tom. Come on, talk to him. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Halford just pointed at me from across the room yeah. and said, "There's so Tom." So surreal. <laughs> so yeah, that's the most surreal thing that's ever. Happened. To me. Is, is that like <laughs> yeah the moment where you're like oh, how did I get here? Yeah, <laughs> this, this is my life now. Yeah. And then they they were having a conversation about first concerts, and he asked me what mine was, and I said Bon Jovi Cinderella. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, patted <laughs> <laughs> me on the shoulder. <laughs> bon Jovi Cinderella. Yeah, that was my first concert. That's Slippery amazing. Wind Wet tour. <laughs> That's pretty good. What was your first concert? I don't. I don't have no, I have no clue actually. <laughs> I have he no was, clue. He my was stoned. first one. <laughs> no, because I was like probably twelve, but I don't even remember. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> no, just I just remember starting to going to shows at like thirteen, but no, I don't man. remember which one. It's all Maybe just like blur, Archers yeah. of Loaf in DC when I was like twelve. That's pretty good. Yeah, oh, they're horrible yeah. for me personally, but at the Black Cat at least, which was like cool, weird all ages yeah, venue in yeah. DC. But it might have been. I don't think that was my first one. That's the first one I can remember. That's that's the one you can remember. Well, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, I remember Mighty Mighty Bostones when I was like fourteen, and it was so god awful. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like trying to make out with a fourteen year old on stage. It was really oh, gross. Awkward. Yeah, he was really drunk. He was like, "Hey, you're pretty." And he's like getting closer to her, and everybody like even the even all the kids you in the like audience Scott, with them are right? like, Ew, <laughs> you know. Awkward. Yeah, he got oh, laid probably, man. but yeah. <laughs> Scott was big back then. Yeah, well, I was in, I was in wave. Florida too, yeah. so. It was very big. (laughs) 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 Sounds pretty sick, though. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. Are Uh, you from D.C. or Florida? uh, Well, I grew up, uh, I was born outside of D.C. and Virginia in a suburb of D.C. And then when I was 12, my family moved to uh, Clearwater, which is outside of Tampa. Oh, nice. Yeah. Kind Florida of a is horrible. different drastic change. Oh, yeah. Right? I lived in a diplomatic neighborhood outside of D.C. too. So, like, every house was owned by a country. that the, So the families would leave every couple of years. So, like, my next door neighbor's Australian. And every four years, it'd be a new Australian family who would move in. But it'd always be Australian. And there was, like, the Chinese consulate house. And then there's, like... And it was just, like, a suburb. So, like, these people that might not be, like huge in their country's government but work for their you know did you ever think to like break into their house and like party <laughs> in them or something no but i would go there with my friends and eat all the food you know that's why like i <laughs> yeah. possibly have good taste because i grew up eating like indian chinese japanese nice. when i was like three or four so Hell yeah. but then i moved to like the black hole armpit of culture which is <laughs> clearwater florida and never saw anything interesting again until i moved so oh shit 
When did what? you guys move, or when did you move to L.A.? Oh, well, I went to film school in Chicago for five years, and then I moved to L.A. afterwards thinking, like, oh, I'll work in film, and then did that for, like, three months. It was like, this is the worst fucking type of work I could ever do. <laughs> so it's just all, like, hurry up and wait. I hate all that shit. You, everybody's, like, talking about their, oh, you got this sci-fi epic idea. It's so good, man. If I just get it in Spielberg's hands, you're just like... <laughs> We're working for free yeah. on a night shoot for yeah. credit on our resume, and you're talking about Spielberg. I just hated it so much. So, it, uh, it, I'm from East LA, oh, but yeah. I just started working here like a year ago, and it seems like that's that's kind of the thing everyone has yeah. these like ideas of grandeur, which is cool, but at the same same time, it's like so unrealistic sometimes. Oh yeah, like, totally. Oh, I just need to talk to this person. And they'll see my genius. And my like, whole idea when I came out here, too, I was like, I'll just work shitty, and I'll just save money, and I'll make some weird indie film in, like, ten years. And then I worked for three months. I was like, I could not do this for ten <laughs> years to make the money and connections to do this. It was like, I hate everybody that I'm, you know. It was just really, really horrible sort of work for me. Too much socialization with, like, random weirdos all the time. It's like going to the dentist and getting your hair cut at the same time. It's genuine too. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so Where it's like, "Oh, let me like the first thing they hand you is like your, their business card and it's like, "Oh, okay." Cool. Yeah, like, it's what I like what about LA though. They like, "I'm an asshole." And they tell you right <laughs> they, they tell you right away. So you're like, yeah. "Oh, I don't have to talk to you." That's weird like I feel like sometimes I'm like, "Do I need business cards? Or should I just like get make cards that say like just, just random shit that I like, and it's like, here's my number, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> it's all right to have a business card. It's just when it's the first thing you hand somebody yeah. upon meeting. Or, like, what do you do? Like, that question is like, I just nothing that will like... interest you. I'll continue <laughs> on, you know, don't talk to people. I but... just think of, like, American Psycho when they're all, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like comparing <laughs> business cards. Yes, yeah. Like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit's glossed and embossed and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fine tooth, yeah. to white bone, <laughs> yeah. gold inlay around the edges. Yeah, yes. it's really great. Vistaprint.com. Yeah, I mean that's like that's like a whole chapter in the book too. Like that's the best mm-hmm. thing about reading the book is that that talk about business cards for a whole chapter, <laughs> and then the next chapter is Whitney Houston record. It's like fucking <laughs> really funny. Uh, I kind of wanted to ask about Drippy Bone Comics and your your whole history and scenes because we were oh. both at Funny Book Fest and you did Zine Dungeon <laughs> uh, or uh, Funny Book Fest is what it was called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Uh, and oh, I did the did Zine, zine talk. Dungeon oh, and yeah. like you brought out a massive bag of like a bunch of crazy zines. What's so, funnier is I had a box about three hundred, and then the night before I got an email from Amanda who was running it, and yeah. she was like. Bring like your favorite two or three. <laughs> I was like, I had this giant box. I was like, fuck. Yeah. I was like, I can't do that. So I just brought like twenty. You know. Um, well, it's like it's like when people ask you like, oh, name me your like favorite three songs, and it's like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. Here's, here's a like, list of twenty five. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but I'll make it three volumes of of songs that are like. <laughs> I. Your question about drippy on books and shit. Uh, no, it, it wasn't even. That's not even my imprint. I had two friends, Mario Zutz and uh, Christy Foom, who were part of a band called Modern Witch out of Denver, Colorado, and they started drippy on books in 2007, and were just doing like limited release zines, like in numbers of like 20 and 50, like really small print run just weird art zines. And when I did Galactic Breakdown. I was telling them how I was like, I'm going to start my own imprint. I really love what you're doing. And, you know, I'm going to do something similar, but with like comics and weirdo art scenes. And they're just like, why don't you just join Drippy Bone Books? So I did. And then slowly I kind of just took it over as they got less interested, as they got more interested in music. And Mario's like a, 
amazing collage artist, painter, contemporary artist in Denver. And Christy lives in Amsterdam now doing music and DJing. So they stopped doing books and slowly I just took over the whole fucking thing. So that's why the last like four years they haven't put out anything and I've put out everything for the label. So, and that all came from just like a love of weird shit. Yeah. Like I like zines, but to me the connotation of zines when I was a kid was like, Oh, it's a bad poetry thing that I throw (laughs) in the trash. You know, like they never really meant anything. Until later when I started seeing, like, art artifacts, like, really weird, like, low print run and or that have, like, a hand element involved where an artist, like, screen prints the cover or, like, makes collages inside. So that's what I fell in love with scenes. That's why I started making them. I just started uh, picking them up, too, and it was it, – I had that same, like – uh, mindset where it's like, oh, it's just someone putting out, like, their, like, shitty poetry. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it's their therapy through yeah, a scene. which is fine, but, like, I, like, started picking some up and I'm like, oh – yeah, it There's can no be. Rules to yeah, these. it can be There's anything. No fucking That's, rules yeah. to these. It took me quite a long time to realize. Oh, it can be anything. Like, yeah. oh, I can use this to what for what I want, not what everybody else is using it for. So well, that's, that was kind of like you know, and to kind of jump back to when you were saying like you couldn't make a film or you were sick of you know that's kind of like for me too with the art world. I was like frustrated with like trying to like break into the galleries or like find somebody to publish me or whatever. I was just like, fuck it, I'll just start self publishing. Yeah, nobody can stop me. I'll just do that, <laughs> and and, um, and that's why I, I, I think I gravitated more towards comics over the years. It's just like it's just an easier, more tangible way of like expressing yourself and getting it out to a large audience. Yeah, and it's a great uh, media to tell a personal story. You know, mm-hmm. too, you can actually do it without anybody butting in or telling you to stop or that's wrong or that's yeah. not good. You know, they'll tell you that after you printed three thousand, <laughs> yeah. two thousand left in your garage, but but you know they can't stop you while you're doing it at least. So. Yeah. I'm going to waste as much money as I want printing. Yeah, myself. yeah, right? Fuck I mean, guys. seriously. <laughs> but, I mean, my fir- the first comic I ever drew was Galactic Breakdown. That was, like, in 2009 or something. So I didn't. I just loved comics, but I never thought I could draw. Didn't think I could be an artist because my sister's a great artist. Yeah. And, like, you know, I've seen great artists. So I was like, oh, you know. At Ooh. some point, I just gave up trying to be like other artists. It was like, fuck it. I'll just do what I want to do, you know. I'm struggling with that It just took way now. too long. <laughs> yeah, just... Get rid of all that shit. It took yeah. way too long. I had to go to school for five years and waste 10, 12 years <laughs> of my life before I realized, like, oh, Christ, just do it. You know, you just make shit. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's like, what's the secret? How did you... All the time we're getting asked, like, how did you sign with Image? How did you get this? Well, we just did shit for, like, 10 years straight, <laughs> yeah. and then like, shit fell in our laps kind yeah. of thing. You know, <laughs> I like, think there's that, that self-published for 15 years yeah. before... I got this. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to some people, I'm new on the. We're new on the block, but we've been here. Yeah, people think there's forever. like a secret, like there's no, the, yeah. the magic beans that you fucking throw on the throw on the no. ground, and then the image, you know, or the fucking mainstream yeah. comics. Yeah, everyone, I feel like everyone grows. does have that misconception of like. There's a oh, secret. I, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you just got to know that one person, and they, like, get you in contact with this other person, and yeah. then there you go. Just, There's, you they, just well, have comic, the right concept. Comic you know what? Yeah. That is actually closer to the truth of what it takes than what a lot of people think, I believe, too. Because it is just about the random luck of maybe knowing somebody that can put something in the right person's hands. Because well, that's what is, happened with us a little bit. But, but we worked towards that. You, yeah, you have to I mean, prove that, that you've, you've done, you know how to do the work. You, you, can, you can prove. I mean, in comics especially, like... There's yeah. so much work involved. You have to prove. I don't think any publisher picks up anybody totally at random anymore. No, you have to like no. prove yourself, but through self-publishing no, in the no. indie world for a long time before people start paying attention to you and and give you those in roots. But uh, but it also helps when you know somebody. Like for us, it was like we were planning on self-publishing the humans, and we were working on a Kickstarter for it. But uh, I've been friends with Charles Brownstein Charles. of the <laughs> Comic Book Legal Defense Fund for years, and he he just like 
emailed me one day and was like, hey, I mentioned to Eric Stevenson at Image your humans idea, and he seems interested. You should send it to him. And I was like, uh, we, yeah, we first, we're like, really? Do you think we could get in there? Like, that seems crazy. And then yeah. we just, I emailed him, and he was like, yeah, let's do this. That sounds awesome. But I, he's also been aware of my career because I actually met him, like, in 2001 at Comic-Con years ago when I was just barely starting. So he's kind of been aware peripherally yeah. of the fact that I've been doing this for a long time. So it's not just like a random crapshoot that you like. Yeah, no, you get I, the magic beam or I, whatever. Any, but anyone ever like just? It seems like a lot of people just want to like get to that from point A to well, point B already. Well, without everybody wants it when easy. you're when you're young and yeah. eager. You're very impatient to get there. But most I'm, people want to win, win the lottery, not work really hard and make yeah, it for free. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. I want to steal a ticket and win, actually, yeah. you know, but... That's something but, that, yeah. I, that I talk to a lot of people about, though, that um, especially younger artists, that when they're starting off uh, and thank it's you. a property... <laughs> well, it's a, like it's, <laughs> younger <laughs> artists. Hello, I, I thank look you, young. younger you artists. Look, thank I look you young, very much. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really? You don't yeah. look 40 whatsoever. No, I'm 40. Yeah, I've been doing old, this a long time. <laughs> we're old. But I'm beautiful. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> that vegan blood keeps them young. I'm actually 23. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, there's a, I feel like a lot of uh, younger artists that come into this uh, without knowing and sometimes just get a contract put in front of them and just sign it and they're like, I'm, I finally can stop like waitering or like doing anything <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. that I'm doing. And well, We all go through that. I mean, I, I did that with my first <laughs> several books. I sent them out to all the publishers and got rejected by every single one of them. And it was harsh at first, but I was like, well, fuck you, I'll just do it myself. And uh, I did. And then years later, I realized, oh, they start paying attention to you when they've seen you at conventions like four or five years in a row. And you keep putting out a new new mini comic every year. And that's when like the smaller publishers like Fantagraphic, I mean, Fantagraphic isn't small, sorry. <laughs> um, but like, you know, some of the indie publishers start paying attention. It was like, oh, I've seen this guy around for years. Maybe we'll put him in an anthology or whatever. And like, you, just, you have to like just slowly build that stuff. You got to make people build, believe that you want to be a, you're an actual because, artist. And yeah, I, I've been doing this long enough that I've seen tons of like people with amazing talent, but they don't have the drive or the or the stick to determination, <laughs> determination to keep at it so they'll like move in make one like really awesome comic book or mini comic or a zine and then drop out because for whatever reason they have a kid or it's too hard or they get interested in something else or whatever so i think i think smart publishers do kind of like wait and watch people yeah i think fanographics actually them. says that like you need to have at least 1000 drawn pages if you're going to be you know like that's like they're kind of i don't I think, think they something crazy Jesus yeah it's like just like they're Base, you know, like you need to have been a working cartoonist before we're gonna fuck with you. You know, like why would we fuck with you if you're gonna like stop doing it while we put out your book and not even tour with it or do anything? You know, in my head now, there's someone that just that's their job at Fantagraphics. This person, I think it's like an unsaid thing. Well, funny enough, he's talking about like getting a. Rejected by lots, but I got rejected by Fanographics without submitting anything. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that was pretty. Was I wish I'd. Ke- I wish I'd have kept the letter. What? Yeah, yeah. That's I got a letter one day. I was like, we I didn't, we heard you I didn't about send anything stuff. in. You know, it's like, sorry, we think that maybe we really appreciate you trying. You know, it's like, what? Like, I didn't even send you anything. Yeah, preemptively. It, it was quite funny. I wish I'd. Hey, we heard just kept in case that letter. you were thinking about submitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go away. Exactly. That's basically what I was preemptive. Just try again. Try again. Cross your mind. 
<laughs> we have precogs that are yeah yeah, yeah exactly it's all right we're, we're sleeping on fanographics floors on our tours oh yeah yeah <laughs> they love, love all those people <laughs> there's some great friends yeah so is there any comics that you guys are reading right now that you're like really into I mean, in, yeah. be- in between the time of yeah, uh, making like comics making the human yeah, thing. I really yeah. love the auteur. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's probably my uh, favorite yeah. thing out right one, now. One of my favorite it's comics going. For people going. that don't know, like what publisher is that on? That's Oni. Oni. And it's yeah. Rick Spears yeah. and James Cal. Rick Spears is the writer. James, James Callahan is the artist. And, and they a, both are just at the top of their game. They did one kind of like a six-issue miniseries that's collected as a book. Yeah, the auteur, and then this one's Sister Bambi. Yeah, Sister Bambi is the new five-issue. Rick Spears was one of the first people I started reading stuff by when I started getting like into independent comics. Yeah, he had a book called Teenagers from Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like really into the Misfits at the time, so I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, this this makes sense. This, this makes yeah. sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's great. He's just full of. He's got really good ideas, and that series is just one of my favorite like ongoing comics. Benjamin so, Mara's Omwat. Yeah, One Man War on Terror is really, really fucking great. Uh, Ed Luce's Wovable Oaf, another yeah. fan oh, graphics yeah. book, it's really fantastic. fucking killer. Uh, Hip hop family tree. Yeah, yeah. we're just naming our friends. Buddies, but... Jim Rugg, Street Angel. Uh, <laughs> he is so sorry. awesome. Who? The turning of the guy guys. who uh, makes Ed Pisker. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, Ed yes, Pisker. Yes. Turning that into a tatted, or they think they yeah, just yeah. great. They yeah. just started. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. um, I picked it up at the free comic book day, and then I saw him at WonderCon. I like happened to be in his panel. Yeah. And he's fucking oh, he, hilarious. He, can, oh, yeah. Talk he for is days, so man. awesome. Yeah. He's amazing. Free. He's Him so on point. Kangaroo, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wish the, I could drill style. into his brain and just right, yeah. just like the absorb everything. Day one had like I think like the story of Rob Liefeld. No, that was the ash can that okay, came with the yeah. two book collection that you could only get it when you uh, got the two books. A, but then he was also giving those away and selling those independently as Rob, well. Rob, yeah, that was that comic's a perfect comic. MWA. Rob was at one of our stores uh, in Anaheim, and uh, he came in and like grabbed him and was going through it, and then oh, yeah, proceeded friends. to tell everyone in the store about this, like when yeah, he yeah, <laughs> bitch slapping. And, uh, it was uh, so uh, great, uh, yeah. like hearing it from his, his brain farting. So uh, uh, Fragaboom, yeah, yeah. <laughs> bitch slaps Fragaboom. Um, and then when Ed Pisker did his signing here at the Meltdown and yeah. did his talk with. Um, Boing Boing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Christ, I'm brain farting the guy yeah. who runs <laughs> Boing Boing, which is not a good thing down. to do. Um, but when he was here, uh, Dan Fra- Dan Fraga came through, who's the guy who was bitch-smacked, <laughs> and and Ed Pisker was like, dude, that's, that's Fraga. I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. Because there, there wasn't, you know, we were just hanging out. It was. And then he comes over, he's like, hey, man, my name's, uh, my name's Dan Fraga, and I'm a really big fan. I was like, holy shit, it is him. <laughs> and then he basically threw a comic, and he was like, that's basically how it happened. And was like, Holy shit! It was really fucking That's funny. Fucking epic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now we're like friends with Fraga on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Which is the best outcome ever. Yeah, yeah. It's great. But yeah, but fucking beyond, love Ed Pisker. Beyond our our buddies or, uh, that we love to promote, uh, as far as like the human stuff that I've been looking at a lot for like kind of influence and inspiration. I mentioned before Spain Rodriguez and S. Clay Wilson. Those two new books on S. Clay Wilson's biography that Fantagraphics is putting out are great. It's like collections of his comics and like biographical history at the same point. It's really yeah. If you don't have any of his work, really those are like the best ways to get a giant chunk of it real and then quick. And then I've just been like, I've really probably spent more time looking at like EC and uh, yes. stuff than anything else. I mean, like that's lately that's been. 
Because, like, the, with the humans, I just wanted it to be, like, really feel like a comic book. And I feel like too many modern comic books feel more like storyboards for movies. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I yeah. have to, you know, for my inspiration, I have to look back to older stuff. Um, but then, in addition that's to why like, stuff like the auteur sticks out because it's not yeah, doing that. It's not you know, doing yeah, that. It's, to- yeah. it's true cartooning. Yeah, yeah. and, and hip hop family tree is true. Yeah, cartoon- yeah all yeah. those are. But um, and then uh, other stuff like I, I like when I was working on the Vietnam issues of the humans, I was looking at a lot of the Nam, but especially the Michael Golden issues. Yeah, he's, he's the so first great. like twelve issues of that series is like such a great fucking yeah. chunk of comics, man. And uh, go back and look at Nam. Really, yeah. It's a Vietnam Marvel comic called Nam that was released in what mid to late eighties, basically. Mid, yeah, right? mid late eighties. And the coloring for one is great, but also yeah. like the the caricatures, the people's faces, and how he cartoons yeah. within this like real life environment. Well, he's still like, yeah, telling it's, stories it's in a Marvel it's like, tone. It's, it's like it's actually it's not it's actually cartooning. It's not. I mean, it's still realistic, gritty like war comics, but there's like still like cartooniness and goofiness and comic book elements to it. Not like. Now, where everything has to be super real, real and gritty, like I don't know, I feel yeah, like that's something that's like lost in a lot of like modern mainstream like comics. Yeah. It's like everything's like is tailor made to look like a movie. Nothing looks like a comic book anymore. So I have to look back like to the '80s and earlier yeah. to see yeah. stuff that still has like giant explosions with yeah. <laughs> words in them and <laughs> yeah. and people with like goofy faces or like you know old Sergeant Sar- Sar- Rock. That's why I'm so excited for like Josh Bear's new imprint that he's doing. That's got like the mm-hmm. Herb Tremp. And uh, her trippy and uh, God, I can't even remember all. Our friend Josh Bear is yeah. this New York artist. He's a self-publishes comics. He does Suspect Device and I Am War comics. But he's doing a new imprint where he's getting young artists to either uh, pencil and then having an old-time artist ink it, or vice versa. So yeah, he's oh, really, yeah, he's, he's like got getting like, like old-school like Marvel inkers and stuff, like Herb Trimpey and yeah, and Herb Trimpey's uh, like his last pages he ever draw, drew before he died. Yeah. You know, like oh, wow. which is and, yeah, and yeah. Benjamin Marr I think inked a bunch of them, and then he's just working with a bunch of weirdos and connecting them with old weirdos and trying to make like a new. <laughs> well, but it's imprint. weird because it's like it's super old, weirdo. It's old weirdos with I mean it's new weirdos with old workhorses. So yeah, like, yeah. I wonder how that works. Like, yeah, paradigm because like I mean when I go and talk to like they want work that's the thing They're like, when i go and talk to like older like we went to heroes con in north carolina last summer and it was great uh because there's so many artists there it's like a very artist-centric thing is so i like i met michael golden and like i did a yeah. there's a little tribute to michael golden in the henry england forever and ever because yeah. if you don't know chris star danzig stole his logo from michael yeah, Golden's it was art. like issues like six of course, issue chris numbers star. i think it's six of chris star yeah, yeah. Uh, the Danzig skull with the horns is on that cover, and he stole it from that. Yep. <laughs> and he still denies it. He still yep. says that has yep. nothing to do with it. But I met Michael Golden, and I tried to, I tried to kind yeah. of like explain that story to Michael Golden and show him my tribute, because I did one of the covers for Henry and Glenn was yeah, like stealing didn't it back. didn't get it. <laughs> and he kind of looked at it like I was handing him a dead baby. And I, was like, I don't really know what this is, but thank you very much. I was like, I was like, I realized like, I he's just like, oh, that's nice, and just put it aside. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> dancing? dancing? Like, <laughs> question mark? You're like, what? what? Yeah. You're like, you know, mother? And he's yeah. like, no. no. But that was like, what? one of those things where I realized like, a lot of these old, old school artists were just like, they were just like workhorse illustrators, you know, they weren't like, and and that that's totally admirable because like most of the modern auteurs are lazy fucks. Well, that's, also, yeah, that's how you learn how to draw real good too. Yeah. You know? like, yeah. like, it still blows my mind. But it's like a weird, that, different yeah. kind of like mind shift. It's and like the same with cartoons. Thinking about like how they used to animate it by hand, like just draw real quick, flip page, draw real quick, flip mm-hmm. page. And now it's just uh, like six people working on. They just draw the first image. Uh, I drew the entire first Mickey comic, Mickey Mouse cartoon in like two weeks all by himself. Do like six hundred drawings a day. Yeah. 
for no two weeks. Way. Yeah, Jesus, nobody can do that today. No. Everybody's too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just sent it to Korea. Computers, Those yeah, 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 yeah. 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 computer. That's so insane. Uh, no, but yeah, like it took me a while to, in my head, understand that like comics aren't made the way they used to be made, where it's like everyone was in like a bullpen, and that's not mm-hmm. the thing anymore. It's no. just like. The artist is in Guatemala. Like yeah. the uh, writer is here. Yeah, and that's the, a tough like, thing. Colorist is like in. Yeah, we've kind just... of got our own bullpen too. Because yeah. Keenan lives like literally like, half a mile from me, and Christina has a studio set up at my house. Mm. So we're working together. And uh, yeah, so it's you like guys, you have your like, own little compound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my my assistant Carmen comes over like once a week to help me scan pages and clean stuff up and everything. So we're just like a little family, like hanging out and. Makes it it's, much easier. Yeah, I mean, it's great. Too. I mean, like if I ever have any question, like even on the way here, I was like, I was thinking about adding this to this, yeah, this yeah, page, and he was like, can talk. he's like, no, I don't like that. <laughs> like, okay, fine. <laughs> but, it's very rare too. <laughs> but yeah, no, don't do that. No more skulls. <laughs> yeah, or if I ever have like a que- if I'm penciling but a page, I'm like, I can't figure this out. I'll just like drive over. Like we'll. Sit that's on the, the reality of like it, so. collaborating too, though. You know, like we're not always going to be able to work with each other. We'll have to work with other people at some yeah. point, and that will suck when it's, like, <laughs> cross-country, like, through emails where you can, like, oh, how, what did he mean by that? You know, like, an you're email. Assuming, you can, yeah. You're you assuming can, other people want to work with us. Like, true, true. <laughs> true, true. Burning all bridges on this podcast, remember. <laughs> uh, what was it like for you to work on Popeye? Uh, Nightmare. No, no, no. That was cute. Uh, um, it well, it was a dream come true that ended kind of badly and weirdly. <laughs> told so, you. So yeah, told you. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it was. Uh, I, Got it so was, much joy out of that. I told you. It was awesome. I, I, um, I'm really happy I got to do it. I was, and I think my that issue three, the Your boxing full page story, issue is fucking great. The full issue I got to do was like I think it's one of the best things I've done. And but uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a weird. Everything went smoothly when I was working on it. I loved it. It was great. But then at some point, I just stopped hearing from them, and I didn't know why. And uh, so, yeah, worked, it worked then, out for the best. Actually. And then a year later, some bad shit happened. I don't know. I don't. I don't really want to get go public. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. But, Sorry. but yeah. So anyway, but it was it was great. It was. I really enjoyed working on it for a while. I wish I could have done more, but but it didn't work out for whatever. Hands reason. down, the best cover of any of the new Popeyes for sure Thanks. for that oh, issue. Yeah. You should just like secretly do it. Well, that's, well, that's the his doppelganger stuff. Oh, yeah, my, my and he did that before he did the Popeye. Friday yeah, that's w- actually how I got the Popeye gig. Was I did that doppelganger <laughs> bootleg, and and uh, and that kind of got me in their periphery. Or like, hey, could you do it more like EC Cigar style? And I did the tryouts and got the job. So it was cool. Do you guys know really the, the like the story about like Howard the Duck? Do what about? So so at some point. Um, the creator of Howard the Duck, they mm-hmm. weren't doing his Steve comic. Gerber. Yeah, they weren't doing his comic the way he wanted to, and they were like, "That's fine, you're not a part of this anymore." And he came back for one final issue, um, and he did the issue, uh, but in between the issue, there was the scene where these characters, like they were all cloaked in black, um, came and uh, it looked like they had killed Howard the Duck, but he he hadn't really died. Hmm. Um, what had happened, he then put out an issue through Image 
of a, of another duck. Oh well, yeah, yeah, well, I remember that. Yeah, destroyer yeah. duck. Destroyer and it wasn't duck. through image. It was through another. It was like it was, Malibu, or not even before Malibu. Image, yeah. It was, was like well, before that. Savage Dragon was in it. Savage Dragon. Oh, and, oh well, and, that must be later, because he did Destroyer Duck as a fuck you too. to Marvel with yeah. Kirby, saying like, "Hey, you tried to steal my character." So then in. Destroyer Duck, Howard the Duck dies, even though he's yeah, an yeah. unnamed character, and he's like, I gotta get revenge for them killing right. my bro. Like he, like, paints himself black. like he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, I'm, we're really both, I mean, Steve Gerber, <laughs> he's one of my favorite oh, yeah. writers in comics. Man-Thing yeah. is the most uh, underrated yeah. series in comics, and then he did Howard the Duck, which is probably the best social commentary yep. <laughs> ever in comics. Um, and and I, so, and I, I have a real problem with the... <laughs> the relaunch actually too, but every, a lot of people really love that. But it's, I, I don't it think is, it's very funny personally. <laughs> it, yeah, I, you really I, like yeah, it. I, I have, I have I I'm sorry. <laughs> if we're gonna talk about it, because <laughs> <laughs> I really, really love Howard the Duck. It's like a sacred character it's, to me. Well, you know? have you guys the, the key to the... Howard the Duck is that it should be. It's an underground comic that infiltrated Marvel, the Marvel universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like that's kind of where he the was new the one first mainstream but, underground writer. Which for is funny because sure. he got like a what, like a season desist from Disney that was like your character is like yeah. too much like Donald Duck, and now like they own Marvel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and he said that. fuck you and just yeah. kept doing it too. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's just a fucking really great, amazingly. Well, he did those um, some of the best Doctor Strange yeah, too, the like which are like the Doctor Strange, best Doctor those Strange, are so like, great, the most psychedelic drug. Yeah, and the writing in it is were. just like, yeah, you know, before you know, he had to have smoked DMT, <laughs> <laughs> had to have. Yeah, Steve Gerber's fucking awesome. <laughs> it's just so interesting, like like thinking about like those comics back then and how it almost felt like they just could do whatever they want because people didn't. Maybe take it as seriously as but well, it's the Marvel exact in the opposite 70s of that. was just kind of like the weird madhouse of like they were like successful weirdos like <laughs> in the early seventies and then in like eighties it all changed. But well, like, see, and he was smart. He went to try to deal with characters, created his own characters, and then also worked with characters that were, you know, in the corners of the Marvel universe. Even Doctor Strange at the time when he started with it was like only in a comic with Shield comics. You know, he didn't even have his own comic at the yeah. time. So he picked co- characters that he could do what he wanted with. You know, he didn't like Spider Man, or you know, he didn't try to jump on any of those. He dealt with the weird corners of the Marvel universe. You know, and, now there's no such thing. There's a bright and, light in every corner yeah, of the Marvel yeah. universe. Everything means something. And you know, Kiss made their debut in Marvel yeah, Comics. Yeah, and Howard they did. The Duck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it like Howard the Duck like nine or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so no, I just, one. all those covers. That <laughs> yeah. I just really love those fucking comics. They have a good place in my heart all the uh, all the old horror comic covers are like the best to me like their oh, colors yeah. just pop so amazingly like all the ecu ones yeah, mm-hmm. yeah so that's amazing. all my favorite like too. idw has been putting out a bunch of their like oh, yeah. old like haunted mm-hmm. oh, the horror ones yeah. yeah i love them so much yeah like, the old school mm-hmm. so much better i love like old school drawing and stuff yeah. like that it's just the best yeah, I like yeah. a good untrained hand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't see like that when you as can much. just see the artist's hand. Like yeah. I feel like two yeah. modern comics are a little too slick for me. Yeah, it looks even when it's not drawn on a computer, it still looks like it's drawn on a computer. Yeah, <laughs> so that's what that's what really grossed me out. I'm like, <laughs> God, this guy's Photoshop shit is horrible. And then they're like, Oh, he drew that all by hand. I was like, That makes it worse. Why do you want to draw on a computer? I want to see your sketches and shit. Yeah, <laughs> oh, they look like know, the man. pages. 
Yeah, yeah. Tom's it's just a different you. different way of approaching. Yeah, yeah, we're like two old curmudgeons. Like, I don't grab a curmudgeon. No, I'm not, I'm not trying back, to diss back anybody. In my day. It's, just, it's just a different kind of comic. If you look at our coloring, there's like all sorts of like new techniques mm-hmm. and gradations and things we're doing. You know. Yeah. I just like ink on paper, yeah. and I like yeah. seeing a hand, and I yeah. don't like tracing, and I don't like illustration tracing, and I don't oh, like so cars yeah. that somebody traced, and buildings, you know, like, they draw everything, and I then it's like a, single a page where they're walking into a building, and the building's traced, and the street lights are traced, and it's just like, get the fuck out of here. Somebody's paying you to do this. There was a, get the fuck out of here. Somebody just showed me uh, one of the covers of This Last Godzilla in Hell that came out. Mm. Uh, number three. We have to not talk <laughs> about this. Because... I don't think that's even a trace. I think that's just no, a that's Photoshop No, that's a Photoshop yeah. filter, 100%. It's fucking yeah. I love that that's blown up, actually. Yeah. yeah. And I, it's funny because I, I saw it and I was like, so is this... Is this this person's like style or what's going no. on? And then yeah. I looked up their stuff and I was like, "Oh no, that's messed up." Yeah, I, because the Godzilla in Hell has been so great so far. Well, there's a lot of artists that James trying Tico their damnedest was, to like, do it too, you know. Yeah. And the the next one that's coming too, I, I can't remember the guy's name. After that issue, yeah. like mm-hmm. the cover he did looks, I feel bad. I can't remember his name. But the cover look, cover looks great. Mm-hmm. That's you know, it's just sad. It's yeah. just yeah. kind of weak. It's actually yeah. weak game. Well, cause, yeah, because <laughs> the issue before this, the guy, uh, one of the guys who does the a lot of the art for like famous monsters, like did oh. that entire. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and that, that, that one was sick. Yeah. That one's great. And then before that, it was what, James Deco. Yeah, that like I was, and I, I was so sad to find out that he wasn't doing the entire, the entire series. I, know, yeah, too. Yeah. I like yeah. the idea though. I mean, I'm, I'm not all that interested in the storyline of Godzilla and Hell, but if you flip it with like a new artist <laughs> every issue, yeah, that makes cool. it interesting. You know, like they're doing something with it. It's like just too bad somebody like didn't try very hard. The hack got the yeah. job. Yeah. They should have been yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> Burning all bridges. Yeah, <laughs> it's some angry Twitter <laughs> shit. Are you kidding me? What's he going to say? Like, yeah, he, no, yeah. I traced it. Yeah, like, yeah. I haven't seen him say anything about like mm. about it whatsoever. Yeah, so. yeah and that's a miraculous. I'm to think. I think I, think I maybe traced so one building in the entire human. I have not seen, traced a single motorcycle or car there. Oh, no. But I've seen you couldn't. It would look really weird. Hand and yeah, you're so quick with it. It's like ridiculous. Thanks. You're like, <laughs> I have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Definitely, but, definitely. You had to learn it's, quickness. It's, I don't know, it's more fun being quick too. I, I, I wanted the. I wanted there to be like Whoa. sort of a. Whoa. Oh shit! Beer spill. Nothing happened. It's, okay. it's all it's good. Okay. <laughs> There's been worse spilled on this. Yeah. One. Come on. <laughs> What's Kenan? worse? Oh, awkward. Shut up. <laughs> no. Sorry, Pete Holmes. Don't ask questions. He... Human seat. All right, so we gotta we gotta cut him off. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Burning bridges and burnt. Yeah, burning bridges, here. spilling shit. Like. It's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> Party starters. We're good. It's fine. Yes. Yeah. It'll just seep down. Fuck yeah, yeah, yeah. On the comedy yeah. show. Yeah. Yeah. Let the nerd milk do yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. It'll drip. They'll, they'll like lick it up. It's chill. It's Whatever. We down for the beer. I hope you guys edit this right. Uh, no way. It's got to go straight. Just, I want to hear all that like, oh, no, we got to edit out all that stuff you said about Kamikaze all, and all that. All bloop. Just like a giant like beep the entire yeah. time. <laughs> Just sounds like cursing the entire time. <laughs> that was a filthy episode. Uh, we've had worse. Yeah. The yeah. last one got pretty filthy. I, yeah. I was away, so I... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh. That was my keys. It's okay. okay. He was uh, he was in Hawaii and he was, was editing the episode uh, on his oh. computer and, and he was out was there with his like, girlfriend. They're talking and about. Like, oh, are you proposing to her? Are you proposing to, to her too. right now? 
I was like, this is a comic book podcast. <laughs> what is going Songs on? to do it to. Yeah. 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 Songs for the moon. So sexy. Train but, yeah, yeah. got in there and it was really But the best part was awkward. like us shouting if you were proposing to her and she was in the so, room yeah. listening to it. Yes. And she's Fucking like, God. did you? <laughs> no. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> so mad. And she know. she knew, she knows. Yeah. like she was like giving me funny looks about it because she knows the jokes. But it's also like, what did you tell me when you came out? She knew what this trip was about. Yeah, <laughs> we just like fucking with him. Yeah, it's getting him to make that noise. Yeah, <laughs> so I know, that's how I know of one. Even your ringtone for. Oh, yeah, he records some other podcasts for uh, comedians, and, like, um, for the longest time, we told everyone to nickname him Jetski. <laughs> for no reason, just other than to just have people call him Jetski. And, uh, what was it, Todd Glass? Uh, oh, yeah. Made me a jingle. Made me uh, a jingle. And it's, that's it great. just goes, like, calling Aristotle Jetski. <laughs> and it's it's my ringtone now. Nice. <laughs> I didn't know you made it your ringtone. Todd Glass. Yep. Yeah, he was playing it for me when we were at 7-Eleven, it was yeah. really awesome. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> I'm too. Hmm? Right on. Right. It's hot in here. Yeah, you you said you were talking about doing a DJ night. Oh yeah, he does oh, yeah. one for like five years. Uh, heavy yeah. Tuesdays. Yeah, Heavy Tuesdays at Footsie's Bar in Cypress Park. <laughs> kind of Highland Park. Highland. Yeah. Twenty sixth and Figueroa. Park. Um, here in LA. Yeah, it's me and two of my metal buddies, Jay Bennett, who's a writer for Decibel Magazine and also is in a couple of cool bands, Ides of Gemini and Black Mare and others. Uh, others. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he's got, he's got a few, yeah, he's got a lot of bands. And then, um, Scott Carlson, <laughs> who's my other DJ partner, is kind of, uh, he's in a legendary band called Repulsion that kind of, was the beginning of grindcore music and so oh, really? like, like some people historically say that's the first grindcore band so he's he's pretty cool he's seen a bunch of other bands too but yeah. i was definitely so a baby cool. of grindcore yeah. i'm not even gonna but yeah we just i've been friends with those guys for a while through uh when i was doing artwork for bands and stuff i met made a lot of friends in that world and and we just started doing a dj night and it's kind of because it's tuesday it's always kind of low-key because not many people go out to drink on tuesday so mm. it's kind of that's why, that's why it can be like, fun. It's yeah. like kind it's of fun. like more of like a our heavy metal clubhouse. We just get to hang out with our metal <laughs> geeks and talk about records and stuff. So it's fun. And then you have like guest DJs that yeah, you know like, can change a crowd. This week we had the singer for Hyrax, Katon, came out and guest DJed with us, and he's an awesome dude. And just email Rob had, and have him come down and DJ for a day. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's not on the him, road, you can text him now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to abuse that. You're never just like in the middle of the night, like, hey, what are you up to? (laughs) What you thinking about? about? It makes me happy enough knowing I have his number in my phone. (laughs) Yeah. Which is just looking at it. Like, show that off to people like Metal Cred. Like, look who I have in my phone. No big deal. Yeah. What kind of music do you guys DJ? Pretty much everything. Like, we go, you know, from like the earliest days, Black Sabbath, up to like present stuff, like new bands. Like, we kind of tend to keep it away from like death metal and black metal because that sounds like shit in a bar. <laughs> um, so we keep it more like to like and they're too long groovy and stoner metal and like fun stuff that like you know keeps people happy. Oh, yeah. But uh, just but, yeah, 
Drinking Play a little bit of everything. High, yeah. Having a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. And like, you know, a lot of bands when they're in town, they'll come hang out. And we've got a few, like, a few bikers that hang out there too sometimes. <laughs> and yeah. So, yeah, it's a good time. So I'm sure you've been asked this a lot, but why Henry and Glenn specifically? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, it really literally just fell out of a beer bottle one night between me and my three other friends, uh, artist uh, fraternity. We called it an art fraternity um, called the Igloo Tornado. It was uh, me uh, and three other artists, Jen Stevens, LaVon Jahanian, and Scott Nobles. And we would just, like, get together to, like, critique each other art, talk about stuff, and, like, have a few beers and go to art shows and stuff. It was we had a, a drinking few, club. We put together a few... <laughs> well, but we also put together a few group shows, art shows that we put together and everything, too, so... But, um, but yeah, one night we were out just, like, drinking and talking about ideas and stuff, and, and uh, Jen Stevens just said, like, there should be something that's, like, Tom of Finland, but with Henry Rollins and Glenn Danzig. <laughs> and I was like, okay, we're gonna do that. And we just, like, pretty much just started doodling him on napkins and, like, just, like, just amuse each other, like, make little, like, stupid gag comics with that. And that, like, turned into the first zine um, that later got published by Microcosm um, and became a hit. So then they wanted me to do another one, and I, I kind of approached it a different way, a more comic booky way, and opened it up to more artists. But, uh, yeah, it was just, like, just like literally the dumbest idea that fell out of a beer bottle. <laughs> and we ran with it as something dumb to have fun with. Have you ever done, like, a, a cease and desist from any of them? No, 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 I have okay. not heard directly from either of them <laughs> have you ever I, met any of them like uh, no um <laughs> i well okay so there's a couple of things in, in the last page of the new book henry and glenn forever and ever uh <clears throat> has a an actual transcript of glenn danzig's reaction to finding out about the book because my friend jay <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> my friend jay who i dj with who writes for <clears throat> decibel magazine was interviewing Danzig, uh, like a month after the first book, Henry England Forever, came out. And I oh, a gift, signed and gift-wrapped a copy and said, will you please give this to him? No way! Oh, and he's like, no. I don't know how he's going to react, but I'll see. So he went, he went to the interview, and then afterwards he called me from the phone. He was driving back from Brentwood and because uh, Danzig lives... He has that house in Silver Lake, but he, also li he actually lives in Brentwood. Oh, but, nice. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he called me and he was like, He's like, oh, I'm really kind of bummed out. His reaction was, he was not happy at all. <laughs> He's like, but I'm going to send you a transcript of what he said. And so he sent me a transcript. I made a comic strip of Glenn's actual reaction. So the last page of the book is his it's real pretty reaction. Funny. And he does not like it at all. No. Yeah. no. Um, he doesn't seem like a very He's. Chill I've guy. even had, I had another friend who writes for Vice uh, write to me like a year or two ago. And he said, I, th I just thought you'd be amused that uh, I was in I'm interviewing Glenn Danzig this week, and his PR agent told me specifically, do not ask him about that comic book, or he will end the interview. No way. And I was like, ah, I kind of win. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that I wanted to win. I love, I love Danzig. I love I love his music. It's like, I mean, The Misfits was like one of the first bands I discovered on my own when I was like 12, and like I loved all that shit. So it's like kind of weird that he hates me now. But, <laughs> But it, it really is. It's a weird he tribute to him. I, I mean, so. he, he but he doesn't have a sense of humor. I love but then, so yeah. then Henry Rollins actually wrote in LA Weekly a response to it like six months ago in uh, his column, where he actually said, he, I, "I will never read it, but I'm glad it exists." He's like, <laughs> it was like an article in support of satire as an art form. Charlie Hebdo with the Charlie Hebdo thing. He's that like was the going coolest on. dude ever. So he's like, he's aware of it and he's like cool with it, but he doesn't want to look at it. <laughs> it was so funny. I was at the Thai food place across the street the other day, mm -hmm. um, and he gets his mail like two doors right. over. Yeah. 
Oh, really? And he came out with, like, this just giant bucket of mail, but he was, like, yeah. <laughs> going down the street, and I'm just, like, eating there, looking, I'm, like, with Henry Rollins of Black Flag struggling to take this bucket of mail to his, what does wow. he drive, like a, like a Jaguar or something? <laughs> um, Infinity. In, oh. Well, I don't, uh, only because he's the spokesperson for Infinity. Uh, he's the voice. He is the voice. Uh, one he of the does. things, though, that, oh, yeah. I don't know, has, has anyone ever told him, because when I had first read it, I imagined, like, at least one sex scene between them. And there isn't. Which no, there makes isn't. It, no, like, well, that's like, the thing. Oh, this is part like, of it. Well, that's yeah, the thing. Like, a lot of people romantic. have accused the book of being a homophobic book, but those are people that have never gotten beyond the cover. Yeah. They, like, see the cover the and premise. they just imagine it's, like, gay porn yeah, they, slash. They think it's straight but guys making fun I, of being gay, and that's not what it's yeah, about. Yeah, from the all. beginning, I just approached it as, like, we're just going to treat this like they're a domestic partnership. They have a completely normal relationship, and just, like, put your own, like, ang- relationship angst into it. And that's how I approached it. It was, like, my whole stories were like all my stories were kind of based on stuff with my ex-wife and your mother and my mother but, um, the funny thing too is that like so, nobody I, I, if you don't know like the fact that they are, are actually buddies yeah yeah, yeah. like everyone's just like oh and I, I, lo- I love all like the little details of, I'd love to like, know if they've had a conversation about it <laughs> yeah. I doubt it I, I think Henry I'd love to think of Henry being like come on Glenn just have just a sense read. of humor and Glenn's like no fuck those guys Henry's gotta sign a waiver not to talk about it when he's hanging out with Glenn although probably. Glenn like Glenn he's they have a picture of him up like in like uh He's going to be in an episode of Portlandia. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, there's a sense of humor there somewhere. No, no, no. People have, like, dug and dug to try to find it. But then when that, <laughs> when that comes out, he'll probably be upset about his portrayal in it in some capacity. He'll be like, yeah. I actually, that wasn't the mesh shirt I wanted to wear. <laughs> you know? But he's such, he's a, he's a, uh, he is a little bitch when it comes down to it. No, he does not dig her. That was well, Keenan. Right? Not like, <laughs> well, yeah. What's, Desi, what's he going to do? This you know, like, podcast. <laughs> But seriously, he's a baby. Yeah. They're not going to really even make fun of him. You know, it's a part of the, like, he's not going to go be a part of something where he's the butt of the joke. I really don't think that, you know, because he doesn't have any sense of humor about himself. He won't, yeah, he won't. won't Yeah, it's sad because everybody loves him. All these jokes come from a place where, like, I love you, Glenn, but you're you're ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Cat cat litter, birthday cake, getting knocked out, all those shits, you know, it's like, you laugh about it, but you love him. The other ridiculous thing, so I ended up, uh, three years ago, ended up sitting on a plane next to London May. Who is the drummer, the, the original drummer for uh, for Sam Hain and the current drummer for Sam Hain? Um, and he, it was a, a weird thing. It was a Southwest Airlines flight where you get to pick your own seats. <laughs> so, and I had my, I got on the plane before him. So he literally like saw me. He was like, okay, that looks like somebody else sitting next to you. Yeah. <laughs> and so, oh, like he's, he's so and I was fine. like, I was like, oh, that weird goth dude's. He's gonna sit by me. Yeah, he's it? probably like, I'm gonna, <laughs> blow, I'm gonna blow this guy's mind. I'm, I'm the drummer of Sam Hain. So <laughs> he sits next to me. He's in the middle seat. It's between it's me and then the middle seat, and then this like really attractive woman in the window. And so like. For the yeah, first part did. of the plane trip, he was like just hitting on her the most Indeed. of the time, yeah. and I was kind of like eavesdropping. I heard him say mention he was a drummer because he was like trying to impress her, and so then like in a moment where she was ignoring him, I was like, "So I heard you're a drummer. Who do you play with?" He's like, "Oh, I play with this band you may have heard of, uh, Sam Hain." I was like, <laughs> "What? <laughs> like, are you kidding me?" He's like, "Yeah, was, you know him." I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah!" yeah. Like, are you kidding me? So was, we started talking about music and stuff and like getting along and. And then, like, at one point, he was like, 
uh, he's just like, I didn't mention what uh, anything about me yet. He's like, <laughs> he's like, are you in a band or something? You look like it. I was like, no, I, I do comics, but I'm, I'm friends with a lot of musicians. I do like album covers and stuff. He's like, oh, cool. What do you do? I love comics. And, uh, oh, God. So oh, first no. I, li- I listed all of my other books. Everything. Like, Watt and The Wolf and the Melvin's book and like everything else. And I was like, I was like and there's this one book that you may have heard of that I don't know if you're going to be happy about, but it's called Henry and Glenn Forever. And he, he did the, he like literally, he just like looked at me and was like over like the edge of his glasses. He kind of like <laughs> looked at me and realized, like, are you the guy that did that book? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm part of, partly responsible for that. Okay. And he like put his head in his hands on his lap for like 30 seconds. No way. And I was like, okay, I'm sitting there. I was like, he, we're already in the air. Like, there's no going he's like, back he's either gonna punch me or hug me i'm not sure what's gonna happen but but then he just like sat up he deeply inhaled and he's like okay we're sitting next to each other on a plane for a reason let's talk about this <laughs> and i was like okay cool yeah what do you want to know yeah. and he, he gave me this long diatribe about everything that was wrong with the book and like oh, oh so he's read it well, and that was my first question. I was like, so have you? I was like, I stopped him. I was like, have and you or actually, he's familiar have you with read it, it yeah, or have you just seen the cover it. and reacted to it? And like, he's like, no, I've actually read it a couple of times. A couple of times. And it's like, I can tell you guys are actual fans, but it's still fucked up. Like, you can't do that. You can't do that to your heroes, man. Like, I can tell you're a fan, but like, who why else would you do that? And I was like, well, I kind of subscribe to the old punk arc theory yeah. of kill your idols. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And and then he like he like like it was like a deer in the headlights moment for him. He's like, oh fuck, this guy just outpunked me. <laughs> <laughs> but and then he like tried it, and then he switched it quickly. He's like, well, it's a homophobic book, and I was like, well, you need to talk to some of the uh, queer artists that I have working yeah, on the yeah. book, yeah. And, and and a lot of my fans. You go to one of my no, book signings. Glenn's reaction's homophobic. That's <laughs> yeah. the only thing homophobic about yeah. anything going on. Yeah. So. I don't know. It was it was really we we were sitting on the plane from Baltimore to L.A., so it was a long flight. <laughs> we had a lot to talk about. Oh, and by shit. the end of the flight, he was like, we started talking about movies and stuff, and we were like, we we're like buddies. And like at the end of the flight, he like he's like, well, my other band Col- uh, play with I think it was Cold Cave or oh one nice. of those. He played drums with them or something. I don't know. He was like, my other band's playing next week. If you want to come see, and I was like, you remember who I told you I was earlier? He's like. Oh yeah. Uh, well, maybe I'll see her. Yeah. yeah right. oh, <laughs> but I don't know, it, was, it was funny. It's like through through metal and movies, we like became friends. I was like, you know, you'd really like me if if you didn't have this problem with yeah. with this book. I did. If, if Dad would let if you play boss, with me, yeah, if your, your mom and dad, your dad, dad would, would like, let you have a sense yeah, of humor. Come on, play. And he actually said that to I me at one point. He's like, he was like, what, what would you think if I made a book that was? He's like, you know, Glenn's like a father figure to me. What do you think if like? <laughs> I made a book calling your dad gay. I was like, that'd be pretty fucking awesome. <laughs> if if it you... wouldn't sell. Oh, that's fantastic! How, uh, oh anyway, my yeah. god, I wonder if he was... ever went to him and told him like, oh yeah, yeah, for probably. Sure. I, or maybe you'll not. You'll never believe who I sat next to. <laughs> what did you tell him? He might uh, not actually. Him in he the doesn't face. want to even deal with that. He's like, did you behead him? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is he dead now? <laughs> the jaguar god. <laughs> fed him to the fed him to so, the jaguar yeah. god. I don't know. Yeah, but I love oh, those details in there of like the bricks in front of the house, the oh, cat yeah. litter, and then. Henry's like whole history of uh, Hagen Dazs that like yeah I, that's where he used to work I know yeah. but like I I told you about this that I love that story but that's like his 
only experience of like a few years and then yeah, he has yeah, the rest yeah. of his life that he's like I worked in Hagen Dazs yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that's one there that I worked yeah, real hard for yeah. two months one summer <laughs> like come on I worked at Pearl Art Supplies for two <laughs> years while I was in art school yeah that was tough <laughs> I actually I issue, actually used to sell paintbrushes to Robert Crumb's brother oh yeah yeah that would, have you seen the movie Roy or, uh, Roy or what's his name the one that swallows yeah, the yeah, yeah. thread the, the one who likes to body. molest Asian yeah. women on the train yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and he, he killed himself yeah. a few years yeah. ago but but yeah, I used to sell paintbrushes to him. He would come in, and sometimes he had the the string hanging out of his mouth. No, he was digesting. I just would string. grab it. I just fucking start pulling on it. Maxim, like Maxim. Maxim, that was his name. Maxim. Maxim. He did great paintings. Yeah, when he would paint his actually. Were great. Yeah, yeah, but you would weird. actually pull the string. No, no, well, no, no. I mean, I would have if some idiot has a string hanging out of their mouth. And I mean, in, in, in public, I mean, yeah. you know, it's like that's well, foul. You know, yeah. like there's also a little bit of string hanging out of his anus. It's really gross. Wow, that's why I wouldn't yeah. pull it because eventually it gets an anus. It's uh, uh, like shake heart particles. Turn him inside the out. The slowest everyone. human centipede ever. Uh, Just like, <laughs> why'd man. you go there, Eddie? Why? Dude, because human centipede. I started it. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's, all right. it's, all right. it's a thing. Are there, are there any modern, like, terrible movies, like, or B horror movies that you guys like? Shit. <laughs> that you guys saw that you were like fuck. Get- I really love late phases. Fucking killer. Oh yeah, that was good. Killer yeah. werewolf movie about a blind senior citizen uh uh ex military. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's okay. a it's a werewolf movie about a senior citizen ex soldier who is John uh, dies at the end was good. John dies at the end. Yeah, that's a great <gasps> one too. Have you seen Wolf Cop? Best. Wolf Cop's fun. I yeah, that so one's many. great too, but the late phase is like the serious like, like yeah. version of that. Yeah, and it's oh. so saw, fucking I'm good. really back. It's also like Stakeland is another okay. one of, oh, and, yeah, the, and, the, and the main guy from Stakeland plays the senior citizen veteran in late phases. So like he's a really good character actor. Can't remember his fucking name right now, but I love his face. He would be perfect <laughs> for Southern Bastards. He'd be the perfect oh, main character for yeah. that movie, Earl, uh, for that TV right? show. Yeah, yeah, Earl. Yeah, yeah, yeah he'd yeah. be the perfect Earl Tubbs. With the fucking bat. Yeah. I just remembered, yeah. we were talking about Beyond Fest earlier, and Henry Rollins is in a new movie that's going to be at Beyond Fest, and he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. Well, he also wrote that new The Loudest silent film ever made it's yeah. like uh, a silent oh, film yeah, that's yeah, being yeah. made it's got like josh like home yeah yeah and, and iggy pop yeah. and mark he, lanigan and everybody he also narrates the new history channel show about oh. the biker gangs yeah that have been, <laughs> he, does, he yeah. does a history channel he's show. so cheesy with it too actually it's really God funny it, he, he took over that. so he's still connected to me a little bit <laughs> peripherally. he took over the second season of like this like history channel show where they they, they just like delve into like different like Hidden things of American history. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He had and that show for a while. Yeah, he cool. when he was here, wh- whose podcast was he doing? He did a Today We Learn, and I had him sign my first pressing of Damaged. No, oh, right. I had him sign like I had him sign a uh, copy of Slip It In. Mm. I would love to fantastic. see him do that drunken history though. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Dude, no. he's super Why? straight edge. He doesn't drink. He don't. Uh, he don't. Yeah. Yeah. He don't part, he, he don't Twenty-four. He should way. act in it though. He, he should be should. one of the reincarnations. Re- I think and I should do a drunk mean, history. <laughs> well, no, there's there's oh, people God. doing that now too. There's like comic drunk history. I saw it online. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like yeah. cartoonists, like but they're like cartoonists, like drunkenly telling cartoon history stories. You know, and I was like, I didn't watch it, but I was like, that's. That's a funny I idea. I get drunk yeah. until the history of Image Comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Liefeld, McFarlane, blah. You know. Dude, no, I, McFarlane 
Did you see that movie, though? That image documentary, if you haven't seen it, is no. fucking awesome. What yeah. is it called? I, I have no idea. Uh, I think it's called Image Comics. Yeah. Oh. Documentary. Somewhere on YouTube. The, oh. A lot of those guys uh, go into <laughs> into one of our stores in Anaheim because they like live in Orange County. Oh, yeah, yeah. Rob Liefeld? And just, yeah, Rob Liefeld's yeah, like, love to be seen. He's totally Orange County. Yeah, it was really great because he was in there and he was like shopping and stuff and like he like I saw him angrily looking at his phone and so like, he would like press it into it and like stop and then like go he's, back. And he's just, on Twitter like all the time. He was getting into a Twitter fight with oh, someone. Yeah. Because I was like, what is he doing? And then I looked up his Twitter and I was like, oh, he's fighting with someone. <laughs> I, just like, I don't oh, understand how these people have careers and are on Twitter all day. Like, I, I can, right. I have to limit myself to like 10 minutes a day. Yeah, he draws like, a lot less than he used to. You know? Well, so he's yeah, got a little more time. I, yeah, I did see that yeah. new book. I love Brian Oh, no. Uh, well, Strike Force, actually. Strike Force. Yeah, oh. that's where it's a coven. He's actually trying, like, drawing, like, he's fully drawing that comic. But there was the Strike Force. I was looking no, at the, it was the Blood uh, Strike. Was yeah, like Strike Force. Blood, blood Strike. Blood Strike. Like, oh, at, blood strike. at the end of it, like he was barely at the end of it, like, they cut off, like, the character's dick. Like, that's, like, Sorry. the big. <laughs> I don't mean to disagree. I, lo- I, I, I actually love I'm a huge Life of Life fan, actually. Yeah. I actually kind of love him. But you, it's like, but, did you, yeah. you did a pinup in the back of the. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of the Henry and Glenn covers. The cover, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so he he's like in, in our story every so often. He's still a bigger than life character. Like, yeah. He's so out there. And like when you ask him his like image stuff, he's like, oh, we're just kids. And they gave us a shit ton of money. <laughs> we didn't like, know what we were doing. That's why you got to watch the documentary. Because in the documentary, it's like him and McFarlane are just imminently watchable like you can't yeah. turn away from them oh. and he's McFarlane. just like smiling like a 12 year old boy like Liefeld is you know, like, it's even better. and then McFarlane was like fuck you and I couldn't believe it you know it's like so <laughs> fucking even funny better is like it, and they touch on it in that documentary but there you can find it on YouTube the full uh, there's a, there's a, oh no, there's the Stanley drawing a full video yeah, of like yeah. Rob Liffield and, and Todd McFarlane telling you how to draw comics while Stanley is like asleep on a couch. <laughs> and he's and involved it, but in it. But that 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 video that they're making was like Stanley was like starting a Stanley Media like we're gonna put like all these videos about like comic artists and stuff like hyping shit up. But they were like literally the, making that, that fun whole, of Stanley the whole they time. Were, it was That's like literally like two rad, days before though. they announced. Yeah, it, which, like, they literally they already kept, decided. Like, to they're leave. like halfway through it, and they're like Mark Silvestri comes in, and they're talking to like, oh, let's call that guy Image Man. Yeah, like, yeah. they're like they're like dropping hints, like, like they can't contain themselves. No. They're so excited. Well, like they're one like, of the things they're literally like two days later going to drop the press release that I, they, they're I think, leaving Marvel. I think and Mc... they're making a video with Stanley. Yeah, they can't. It's and so funny. McFarlane says something, or Liefeld says something too. Like artist gangster thing ever. Don't. Don't steal this from us, Jim. Yeah. You know, like they like even or don't the, steal this Stan. Stan. Yeah, don't steal this from a Stan. And it was because Jan or Jim Lee was with. Well, us. they will. Yeah. And the, you'd watch the documentary. It's really great yeah. how like haphazardly they put that all together. Oh, like yeah. <laughs> it was like Liefeld and McFarlane were like we're leaving, and then like they're like let's just ask everybody the day before we leave who wants to go with us. <laughs> and that was the thing and everybody's like, like, all right, DC fuck was, these guys, yeah. and they all left. It's DC was great. across the street. He yeah, said, yeah. Like, they went over there. Yeah, were like, who wants a, to join us? Yeah. Well, he, they went over there and just told them we're not going to work for you anymore either. They basically like went over there and said we quit before you hire us, you know, which is yeah, it's like McFarlane, Jim Lee, and Liefeld in a room. Like we're never going to work for you, assholes. Which you got to think at some point they were in like the front of the building, just like waiting, and like the secretary's like, all right. 
I'll I'll page whoever. Oh, they were <laughs> no, they were like they're like let him in, let him in. They got Jim Lee with them. Like, we, fucking, we want that guy. You know, that's exactly you know yeah. that's what the documentary is really good. You know, uh, like, why, why, it's why are they so making much... that movie? Well, and why are they making like the new Steve Jobs? Put the money in this. <laughs> There'd be some great hair. But in I'm, that movie, I'm like sure. a huge Todd McFarlane fan. Yeah, Spawn was like one of the biggest things for me. Like especially like his toys. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Just like next level. Oh, yeah. his his Twitter account just got no, hacked. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he was like loving, or they said that like they love Drake. He loves Drake <laughs> and like all this weird shit. So and he, he loves yeah. baseball. The only thing I know he loves is baseball. Cards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Todd McFarlane's response to his Twitter account getting hacked was making a video where he's wearing a shirt with like <laughs> a taped a, picture, a taped of, picture Drake. of Drake on it. He's like, oh yeah, I really love Drake. And so they can't hate on each other because they're both Canadians. It was like the weirdest thing. He had to like Wikipedia Drake to find out that he (laughs) was Canadian, probably. Probably. At at the end of the video, started from the bottom, started playing. (laughs) Like, it was, it's so fucking weird. That's pretty funny, actually. And like, it was a video with audio, and he started holding up signs like what he would do if like they would like hack him again yeah and it was so fucking epic that he oh, also like, yeah, ended up starting you. like um, i'm i'm coming after you like yeah. but holding these signs up and i'm like you could just say that yeah what, what oh doing? he's what? doing like the bob dylan video yes yes, okay. yes. but then he ended up starting this contest on his twitter like if you were to hawk or if hack you were to me, hack what would you say yeah exactly and he like he's gave smart pride. man he he's turns so, it all around on himself i yeah. fucking love him so much i do too he like periscopes too and he's like he has these um yoga cats calendar too <laughs> He like always. I'm I don't follow weirdly him that hardcore. obsessed with him. I just like hearing his voice in the room. Like when we were at Image, when we were at a Comic Con, we did a signing at the Skybound we had a the across him, from so. him, and every, every occasionally you hear like yeah, you know, like you hear his voice like <laughs> raise above everybody's. You're like, oh my god, I love that guy. Yeah. I, posted, I posted a picture of the line on my Instagram of his, oh, his, of his line, his yeah. line for the signing, and said we're we, signing it in. We do that a lot, thought, by the way. Everybody <laughs> thought it was my. We do line. that all the time. Actually, <laughs> it's actually Todd's line. Take a picture. But, but somebody there, was, else's there line. was somebody in his line wearing a human's t-shirt. That's yes. true. <laughs> there you go. That's all yeah, you need. Yeah, because you guys like we're right across from yeah. each other. Yeah. Oh my god, I remember that. Yeah. But his voice is like not something you would think for his face either. Which <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. like kind of fucked up to say. But I want him to make humans' toys. Mm, no. oh, oh, that'd be great. As epic as the dead. I saw someone made a the uh, made their own like yeah, humans yeah. pop. Hmm? Oh I saw, yeah, um, yeah, the little big headed. Oh yeah, yeah. Friend, yeah, you know, that guy was really nice. Custom made was yeah, yeah. for us. Yeah. Have you guys been getting random like human toys or? No, we might be doing like a one-off with a some point maybe. Yeah, yeah, we're working. There's this small company that maybe wants to do a like sort of a small limited edition like kind of art toy thing. But then I don't know. We'll see. We've got some other possibilities. Yeah, I mean, we want to do epic. all that Everything. shit, you know, uh-huh. yeah, Everything. it's just like whether or not it works out, you know. Just so. make best. I'll rock one all the time. <laughs> <laughs> With the rockers, I'm into it. <laughs> yeah, you just need to start making those big back back patches. Yeah. yeah. Well, you buy a t-shirt and you make your own. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, how, you, that's how you do that's it. That's true. But I don't want to ruin my t-shirt. You, <laughs> you gotta buy, buy two, two t-shirts. There you, there, you there you go. You buy a small. <laughs> that's so how marketing works. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of days here where me and Holly, who works in the store, will like be here at the same time and just wearing the same human shirt. <laughs> <laughs> It's comfortable right as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared to wear mine, though. 
Yeah, <laughs> it totally t- I have a patch on my backpack, the patch of you guys, the humans, and my sister, um, I have a niece and nephew, and she's just like, oh, why do you wear that backpack? <laughs> like, yeah. when you're around them, I'm just like, it's my backpack. I have like it on that, my, my niece vest. drew a drawing for one of our pinups in <laughs> yeah. the back of the comic, you know? Did you really? She, yeah. She's 11, she was 11 at the time, really. Like, yeah. You can't read the actual issue. And she, re- <laughs> and she fl- it was flipped, too. It's funny. It's like backwards in the comic. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because we got a bad file, but still. Weird scan. Yeah. yeah. Fuck it. Kids are the ones that should read because, this. Oh, it's yeah. because they made iron-on t-shirts for themselves. Yeah, they made they iron-on t-shirts, the so they gave file. us the iron-on reverse. And so. I'm, so I'm dyslexic, yeah. so I didn't even notice it. Yeah, they reverse, showed up to the so. Meltdown signing wearing them here, actually. How yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I forget what issue that's in, but it's like issue five Three, or something. I or, think. It's uh, one of the dirtiest ones. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's the one that ends with the orgy. So we put an 11-year-old pinup in there. It's, yeah. it's right. so funny. Like, looking, looking we've got at great taste. <laughs> and going like, oh, all these people are naked. Do they all just have sex in the same room? Yeah. And then just going through and it's like, yeah. It's a yeah. party. You better believe it. <laughs> 70s were a hell of a time. Hell yeah. I love that it's starts in 1969 in the very beginning too yeah. <laughs> best thing ever and you just see the dude with the dick at the gas station <laughs> yeah yeah the skin working, yes. working the pumps yeah <laughs> yeah he is yeah he is right yeah that's what i told her <laughs> i think i think this is a good place to stop all right yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> working I the feel, pumps yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's like, what I told it. I feel like we've, we've abducted you in this podcast uh, long enough. All right. It was awesome. We burned some bridges. That, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Did we? Sorry. Yeah. No. Uh, I mean, they, were, they, 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 they weren't constructed. You know, yeah. those were they burnt for them. years, probably. At this they point. were wobbly Fuck anyways. them. Give them the good yeah. mother or monkey fucker that they deserve. <laughs> Peed off the side of a, of a cliff and just yelled names. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Stan Lee really cares about what I have to say about him and his con. <laughs> <laughs> Excelsior. <laughs> exactly. That's right. We're Team Kirby anyway. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Heavy metal, Lord of Light. Yeah, that, was, that, was, that show was great. God, it was amazing. I will never get over it. Because <laughs> they, they took his pencil sketches and they were like, all right, now just put black light painting over them. Yeah, yeah. They look great. Epic. Jesus. Yeah. Johnny Ryan came and bought like three of them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who? Johnny, Johnny Ryan. He get, he was here? Yeah, I, I told you. <laughs> he's like the sweetest guy in the world if you ever see him just go up and hug him he loves it I hate it he's the fucking he's, just like, he, he's got a persona of like being like this crazy tough guy but he really loves human contact and affection Keenan's been trying to start this movie for a while it's hilarious I, feel like I hug him when I see him and he hates it it's last bad. time last time he didn't come around the table or anything when he saw us because I hugged yeah, him yeah death and nerds I, just go I hug said, him yeah. I said I hello like, to him and I was yeah. like oh I'm a huge fan he's like oh thanks and then just Walk. Yeah, yeah. Ghost. Yeah. You're lucky you just, got that. Just yeah. hug him. He oh loves it. He really does. <laughs> All right, next he'll time. Write me. I'm just going to like back oh. hug him, like surprise. <laughs> He's going to come. Yeah, he'll really love that. <laughs> <laughs> he loves it when he doesn't know it's coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, just like says You're his regards. Yeah, yeah, right? Like, That's what you do. This is acceptable, right? Jesus, God. <laughs> uh, don't nope. ever do that to anybody. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. What are you talking about? I don't do surprise that every hug day. people. <laughs> okay. Mm. You guys want to give your Twitters and Instagrams? Yes. Oh, where where can they find those? Uh, I will destroy. I Tom. think they're my name. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he thinks. Are they? I think you're Keenan M. Keller on Instagram. Really? That's stupid. Or <laughs> I don't know. One of them. I don't even. Sorry, I don't even know. I'm, I will destroy Tom on. Both. Just Google Google them, guys. Oh, yeah. no, Google yeah. shit. It's yeah. all on our website, humansforlife. Yeah, yeah. Just go to the humansforlife.com. Buy yeah. some merch. You guys have shirts and yeah. patches. Yeah, we yeah, we'll have some new prints next week. And new prints. I definitely have lots of your pins. Yep. Yeah, we're making shit for our, our tour too. We're yep. making like one-off stuff that'll only be on the road, like the, uh, humans, uh, butterfly combs and uh, <laughs> keychains with uh, with roach clips and stuff. So yeah, you get all of these things. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, ridiculous uh, shit. The Bakersfield event is that like a ticketed event or? Uh, yeah, it's gonna be at this place called Babylon in yeah, Bakersfield. Yeah, so charge the door, but it, the money always goes to play the bands. So yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, and then I think we're doing the Bakersfield Comic Con, even though I still haven't gotten notification on that exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but we're so supposed up. to be getting like. We're supposed to be guests there, you know, possibly. Yeah. Uh, Just show up and set up a table. Christ, yeah. yeah. Are they going to stop you? You're the Fuck, humans. Man. Fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to show. We're going to fucking be there. Hopefully, <laughs> it's actually happening. We'll yeah. probably figure that out. But yeah, I think we're going to be at Bakersfield Comic Con the next day too. So we have a whole Whatever weekend at Bakersfield. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sergio. Uh, it's not a lot to do in Bakersfield, but uh, 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 these are coming attractions. I'm going to fucking destroy his name. Mad. Sergio Argonet. 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 Yeah, thank you. He's going to be there. So that's all I care about. Yeah, he's great. He's oh yeah, he's the nicest fucking guy in the world. I've met him several times, but I've always been like so like really really good to meet you. It's really cool. You know, never been like bad with names. That's one of our sound You haven't got. You didn't even get to hear all of them. That should be on my phone at all times. We, I am definitely ethically bad. We are bad with names. They had a thing in one of the Futurama episodes where they talk about like them going to Comic Con in the future. It's like the last comic book. That's comic book booth at Comic Con, and it's just him, like his disembodied head. Who? <laughs> it's Sir, Sir Oh, really? Yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, I never saw that. Awesome. And then uh, someone's like, he's like, it's like, oh, I love your mustache. He's like, take it. It's brought me nothing but trouble. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's the nicest fucking guy. Yeah, he's super nice. Been to a couple really bad cons that he was at. And he was like the shining light. I feel like of him, he goes you know? to everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 He'll, you if invite you invite him, him he'll, like, he'll, he'll show, show up. up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's insane. He's way too good of an artist to show up to some of these things too. But I'm super excited because if he's at Bakersfield, that means there's going to be a good artist. And I know there's a couple other really good artists too. I just can't. He's the one that like stuck out when I saw him. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, let's do the Bakersfield <laughs> Comic Con. Done. You know. There's one person I want to meet. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I've met him before, but still, like, yeah, he's, you know, yeah, he was he's a legend. Time. Yeah, he yeah. was at Sackons. <laughs> he's funny. He's funny yeah, he's fuck. funny, nice. He talks to everybody that comes to his table. You know, he's the exact opposite of a lot of the other dudes. You know, yeah. so. which everyone is like now having that huge debate about, like, oh, like yeah, cost for signatures. I don't even understand uh, that shit. Oh, I don't pay attention to that shit. Well, that's why I love. I, that's why it I love is. McFarlane because yeah, McFarlane. Will not do. He will not sign anything if they have those assholes there to verify yeah. it. Yeah. For what do they call CGC uh, people? Yeah, yeah. CGC. And 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 he won't. He won't sign anything if they're there. And I'm I'm a hundred percent on board Me too. Me too. A lot of my a lot of our fans like love that shit, but I will never sign something if that guy's there because it's this disgusting end of the because comics it's world. For the fucking There's, fans. Yeah, like, yeah. If you really love a comic book, you want your artist and like writer to sign it like that's the whole point you get to meet them and tell them how much like your comic means to and you and I get you know a lot of people like to collect comics and get them in the the block with their grade on it and put it on their wall but that's the farthest thing I'm thinking about yeah. when I'm making yeah. a comic so there was a I was talking to Marv Wolfman and he was telling me that he's like he's like 
I hate that. He's like yeah. the, the only reason I ever signed those. I, like a, he charges like like a large amount of money. Oh yeah, like, yeah. To, to try to well, discourage see, people from doing it. Yeah, yeah. He's like, because that's not why I wrote them. He's like, you can't Seal appreciate any of yeah, yeah any yeah. of my work when they're trapped in, in there. Like I don't understand. Yeah. Well, that's why I buy twelve of them and then I put one <laughs> in a board, the best one in a thing, and then I sell the rest at an get, inflated price on eBay. You do know? you get a lot of that? people? Oh, oh yeah, like we really? we dealt with that with our issue zero when we self published. Yeah. No way. There was like a website that was like, let's buy them out, let's buy them all. And people yeah. were buying like fifty and sixty at a time because we were too stupid and a hundred at a time yeah. to, put, to a put a limit. Yeah, to put a cap. And uh, we had no idea because we, we we didn't expect we that. Were, I was hoping that would happen, and then when it happened, I was like, "Oh, this is horrible." Actually, you know, when yeah. we first released it, we sold like maybe a hundred copies online. But then when Image announced that we were going to be an Image book, we sold three thousand overnight. Yeah, yeah, oh, it was like insane. That's the thing and it was too. like a lot of weird speculators on a message board going like, "Oh, this book is only printed like three thousand copies. Let's go buy a hundred or two hundred and like." But buy then them it out. like ruins it for the fans because yeah. their fans don't get that. Zero, yeah, no, that's and it's yeah. such a bullshit. That's the whole thing. I'm not. And, I'm, then, and then, then we like we had to like I don't know. We had, then they were like all of them were like calling us douchebags and calling us assholes online because we were like saying like you know fuck these guys. Yeah, <laughs> but, but really, no, fuck true, those though. dudes. Yeah, 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 fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm yeah. not in to make other people money off of my art. No, I want you to like, read. You my can art. suck a dick. There's people yeah. that show up like to like. I think comic books should be like, rolled up and stuffed in your back pocket. Yeah, and carried you should around fucking and with smoke weed out of them. Yeah, fuck you. Like I don't. Yeah, get high, get the munchies, and read that shit. Yeah, it's really. I love them, and I understand like the preservation of them as like tomes, but like. To a point, you want to share these with people, yeah, and like yeah. I, I have like a lot of. It's not that, like, the stock I, market. No, yeah. it's exactly. not. It's you know, <laughs> and that's you're an idiot thing, for like, thinking that. There's been like 20 years since comics actually made money, where they've proven that like, oh, <sighs> very rare can you make an investment out of a fucking comic, but people are still. It's like their whole dream that. is to have The Walking Dead number one. No, and we get <laughs> we get that every now and then Christ here, Almighty. where it's like, hey. So what? Which one of these is like gonna like? Yeah, which one, one is gonna? Be, like, which one of these know, is like, gonna be a cartoon or and or a movie and or a TV show? Yeah, that's the next such a quantum thing. question. What's like, well, the that's the gross thing with comic book sales too. Yeah. With like first issues selling quadruple the amount of a second issue then, just yeah. because everybody buys the first issue because there's multiple people. The pull boxes are. I want all the first issues. That's yeah. their pull box, and that's yeah. just like, oh well. And, it, and you don't really like comics, and it fucks yeah. up like that's the numbers you know. for people, like like the like the publishers yeah. who want to like, okay, so and us. it did well. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. The first issue, so like Fox the second us. issue, and like third and fourth, and like you see the drop in sales, and it's like that's not that's not their fault. The, yeah, the, it's not the fault of the work. Yeah, no, it's the people who are like trying to like. But then it's like, also make like money off on eBay and shit. Like, and it's also like the fans because when you get there and it's all sold out, you're just like, oh great, now I can't get into it. I can't yeah. read it because now I gotta wait for the collection. Yeah, 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 exactly. I have to wait well, for the trade because all these assholes bought the first issue yep. just so they can make money, which is such bullshit. Yeah, which, and there's no money. We were talking to <laughs> most uh, of the time. Yeah, There's exactly. no money. There's time. no just because it's off of image and you think the number one is going to be cool. Because they of they fucking print Robert a number Kirkman. one. They print like how many number ones a month? Yeah. you know, like yeah. it's just like come they come, come on, so guys. Many yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. All those people that bought those humans thinking they're going to be worse than <laughs> ha 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 ha. <laughs> fucking Jokes idiots. on yeah. you. Yeah. No, it'll be worse than <laughs> It's the new spawn number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, they only printed five million of those. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, but I have one side. <laughs> the, the bass player from System of a Down, I think, or it's the guitarist. He sells comics at like conventions and stuff. Oh yeah, 
Um, yeah, and he <laughs> has like a warehouse that's like just full of like spawns. Number one, <laughs> no way. He like he bought someone like someone's like storage unit out, and that was what was in. There. Oh, oh yeah, like yeah. hundred thousand yeah. copies. Of yeah, yeah. And so he like put them back out onto the market, and like it devalued it even more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah. <laughs> got so five thousand number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But for, like, people that actually fucking love Spawn and love Todd McFarlane, like, that's priceless as fuck. Yeah. No, like, like, totally. Yeah. But I those mean, people aren't trying to then go resell it for more money, you no. know, either. They just want to hold it forever. Yeah. Like, Which, I understand that. I don't understand. I totally have mine, like, mounted next to my Spawn figurine, like, on my wall, and I just, like, look at it every day, and I'm like, God damn, Todd McFarlane. <laughs> Why are you so awesome? We've talked a lot about Mondo on the podcast, but that's, like, what they do, too. Yeah. They make... Are you familiar with Mondo? Yeah. Yeah. I love very them lovely so much. Posters, so but, but they're impossible to get. They're so I actually, to get. I got very lucky and went very quickly from zero to four. Weren't they working with the Alamo Draft House and stuff? Uh, they're too, they're yeah. a, like a smaller part of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're building some out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're oh, nice. downtown. Excited. Yeah, I'm excited for that. He, where, where are they? Because you're apparently the only one who knows where they're going to be. Oh, like Seventh Flower. Yeah, Street. Seventh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be downtown at the old. There's like an old theater there that they're refurbishing to make into a, oh, you know, a Suds and Cinema. You know, you can drink yeah. and fucking watch movies. Nice. I'm still, you know, that's rad. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I was about to like shit on somebody else. <laughs> so, Go on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Feel going, free. <laughs> Just, like, Im- You're already on immediately. The roll. Let's do it. No, no, it's quite is, all right. Is this the point you want to stop yourself? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say I'd love something other than Cinefamily to go to fucking go see movies because I fucking no, hate Cinefamily. No, no. <laughs> so I just did it. What about the new <laughs> Bev? Oh, new Bev, I love even with all the new changes and everything. New Beverly is like that's why I don't like a place like Cinefamily just because shitty couches that smell like piss, <laughs> bad projections, and a DJ ruining a movie that you love because he's DJing live to it or some bullshit. Oh, no. Bad crowds. You stand in line. Oh yeah, I've never you, been. You, you, you stand in line for an hour and then. Somebody says, "Oh, this is all media, and sorry, the line's cut off here because all these people have tickets." You know, it's happened to me numerous times there. You know, talking too much shit, but still, <laughs> Fuck yeah. It. you know, yeah, that's I why guess. Alamo Draft House. I'm excited because yeah. they also the programming is like solid. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I don't get cool out to a lot of movies, so when like I do, it's usually me that home going like, "Well, that's yeah, fine. I'll just play something." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like well, I don't, I don't need like 80 people around me. It's fine. Like, I'm just waiting for like the perfect time to go to the new Bev because I want to see like a double feature of a kung yeah. fu movie and then see pie or eat pie. Yeah, like the ultimate like perfect date. Like, yeah, true romance. I've style. had a ton of them at the New Beverly. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it's the only place where you can drink and smoke pot in a movie theater and nobody's oh, gonna be yeah. upset. So. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, the the twentieth anniversary or the. Yeah, the 25th anniversary of Roadhouse was, like, one of the best times I've ever had at a movie theater. So, yeah. I love that place. Go to the new Bev. Read the the humans. Go to the new Bev. Yeah, go to the new Bev. Smoke pot. Get Tell people at the new Bev about the humans. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) While you're there, too. Just, like, stand outside. Follow them on Twitter and Instagram. (laughs) Go to humansforlife.com. Yeah, Yeah, I will been, destroy uh, you. Thanks for having us. No, thanks yeah, for coming thanks on. Thanks so much for thanks coming. for hanging out for so long. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. hopefully there's something salvageable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure. Just, just put all of it on. Fuck yeah. it. This has been, yeah. this has been the 10-minute well podcast. Point. Yeah. <laughs> at this point, you might as well put the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs>
It's fine. Nobody, nobody's listening. <laughs> <laughs> just watch. We're gonna get like dirty looks from Gaston like oh, next shit. week. Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, but everybody loves Gaston. Yeah. yeah, he's fantastic. He's great. Yeah, yeah. He is great. yeah that's all. Man of many... The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, I guess. What's the Gaston? Gaston? I've yet to meet him either. Oh yeah, the man, the he's, myth, the legend. Yeah. yeah, he is like yeah. an enigma. Yes. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Right, Goodbye. Thank you so Thanks. much. Cheers. Yeah. Hey, thanks for picking us up. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. We're at Meltcast. We occasionally tweet some things. And while you're at it, follow at Meltdown Comics. They're awesome, and you can keep up with all of their sales and events. They happen every day. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.